the clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Welcome to the show everybody, Radio for Humans. Uh, and uh, before we get to the uh, introductions here there was a huge 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 issue with our website being down over the weekend everything should be okay if you are having issues getting to it just go to indie media weekly uh, indiemediaweekly.com or kennypick.com and i'll ch- take you straight to the show page with the proper chat room and everything like that adam hebert will be on hand in the chat room to help anybody out if you have like cache or bookmark problems with the website so uh, but everything is essentially back to normal special shout out to kim williams uh, founder of indie media weekly to uh, help us get things straightened out uh and of course rain from four freedoms blog washington dc the beltway bureau welcome to the program hi i'm tired <laughs> i'm, I'm so tired, tired. <laughs> and <laughs> It'll be I, all right. I am quoting, what is it? Uh, um, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, yeah. Lily Von Coming, going, and going, and coming. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know if I, I have that or not. I might, because, um, yeah, I've got my Blazing Saddles uh, uh, <laughs> cart. And, and, of course, it's it's got so much stuff in it. Um, and, uh, let me see if I have it real quick. Uh, uh, I don't think I have it. I'm sorry. If you don't, it's okay. I'm still, I'm still tired of going and coming and coming and going. (laughs) Well, I, I I do have a part of this. uh, Let's face it. Everything below the waist is kaput. So (laughs) that's part of it. She's Uh, right. And God bless Matt, <laughs> Madeline Kahn. I love her. And uh, of course, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, joining us, owner operator of the Clown Car Garage. Yes, I'd like to run over some people. Chunk Toad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's with his hair, by the way? Before uh, Joe, seriously, can I get can I get really shallow? What is with his bowl cup hairdo? He's doing. He's trying. He's trying this the Caesar Augustus look. It's mm. terrible. His hairdo yeah. is terrible. It's terrible. Pretty soon he's gonna he's gonna wear wear one of those wreaths around his it head. It looks like somebody put a bowl on the top of his head and brushed this some of his hair terrible, forward. Terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. No. Just terrible. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm serious. I, I know, I know where Joe is going because we do we do production chat, but that hairdo is killing me. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Like the, maybe Stephen Stephen Miller might have left some of his spray hair behind for him. I don't know, <laughs> man. Be. Like his his bangs are, are are four inches above his eyebrows, maybe five, <laughs> and they're like ninety degree angle, and everything is brushed forward. That hair has I, got to go. I haven't seen him in a while, but. Uh, on that note, though, uh, Joe, Joe, you you've been on quite a tear today, and, and not just today, but you've been you've been a little angry about uh, certain members of the press. Hence the uh, the wanting to grease your wheels with uh, <laughs> grease your wheels. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a couple things, there's a couple bees in my fucking bonnet. <laughs> my bonnet's full of bees today. Oh. Chuck Todd can't wear a bonnet because he has barely any hair. Oh, Jesus. He's got a landing strip on his head. But anyway. <laughs> Ow. Whoa. Yo. Um, <laughs> oh, first dear. of all, there's a couple things going on here. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but there's a narrative emerging for the 2020 election. The first one is, do you remember... Is anybody old enough here to re, uh, to remember when? Oh, was it was it before Christmas or even earlier that they were saying, "Oh, the Democrats can't just be against Trump; they have to be for something." Yes, yeah. they have to be for something. Yes. You can't just be against Trump; you got to be mm-hmm. for something. Yes, I remember right? that. I was I was twenty one. Okay. No, all right, all right. I was. No, I'm 51. I was twelve, but. <laughs> Well, I was 60, 69, but... That was a mere glimmer in my dear dad's eye. <laughs> Anybody remember that? Everybody remember the, the other Democrats have to be for something. They have to have, have something to say. They have to offer an alternative. So, yeah. what the fuck? So, we did. We won the midterms. Um, thank you. Medicare for all. Right? Mm-hmm. Green New Deal. Sure. Right? Right? Yeah. Economic equality. Yeah. Yes. Right? Immigration reform. Immigration reform. Right? Social justice. We had... And now, lo and behold, what do I hear on every fucking cable news from Morning Joe all the way up until 5 o'clock... Either on CNN or on MSNBC, all I hear is, "Oh, socialism isn't going to work for the Democrats. They better be careful. They better be careful. They're not smart. They're not smart. But they're not running on social. Okay, they're not running on socialism. Oh, but but yeah, but this is the point. Okay, uh." Oh, I don't know this this uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I don't know she's going too far. Well, she's not running for president. Yeah, and she's a voice, and she's offering things that Democrats stand for. Like you said, we should. She's not just against Trump. She's for something. She's yes. for a Green New Deal. She's for Medicaid for all. I thought that's what we were supposed to be for. Yeah. But now all of a sudden the narrative is the Democrats are moving too far left. Their issues are unpopular with the American people and they're going to blow it. Well, Jesus Christ, what are we going to do? Either shut our mouth and just be anti-Trump or be for something that nobody likes. What the fuck? Or I'm sorry, 
Whiskey oh. Tango Foxtrot. Sorry, you no, let that's... the fuck out of the mouth. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. This was <laughs> this was Joe over on uh, on Facebook earlier today. Fuck! 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 Oh! <laughs> oh! Actual audio. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> And had me on, on Skype. He's yeah, yeah. I had, we did it. We did a uh, FaceTime. <laughs> as everybody, as, as most people know, I have right now. I have four collies in my house that get me up around five thirty. So that mm-hmm. means at six o'clock, I'm watching Morning Joe barf all over the fucking airwaves, telling me how Democrats should run their party when that fucker and his fiance yeah. or wife are the ones that that used to put that son of a bitch on t- on TV every day yes. on the phone and build him up and made him part of what he was yeah now they're telling me how the democrats are supposed to be running their fucking 2020 election they're telling me that we're going too far left maybe you've gone so fucking far right that we just looked that far left but we stayed in the center yeah and not just that but um the, the, uh, morning, morning morning joe, joe morning joe just uh uh fucking shared that that ugly bullshit that Pence and Huckabee Sanders, Hickabilly Slanders are saying, that all oh, Democrats are just for killing babies that are born. It's all we want is we just want to kill babies. You know? Yeah, well, well, I challenge anybody to give me the audio of any Democratic candidate, member of Congress, who said they, they're for taking babies home and, and, and killing them. Show, show me the tape. I mean, don't don't give me that shit. But I but here's all these, and you know, here's all these people, all these experts on TV. All of a sudden, the Democrats are 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 in danger of moving too far to the fucking left. No, we just stayed where we were. You guys went over the fucking edge. Yeah, that's what is it? What is that? Ox Oxen's razor or Olcam's razor? Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's yeah. cat or. Uh, or Schrodinger's razor. Well, you're you're mixing your physics. The <laughs> Overton window. The Overton is it the Overton window? No, no, it's Occam's razor. I, I believe if if Occam's you mean razor. the the uh, I, I cook I cook with gravy. These people yeah. are never fucking satisfied. No, they're and, not. And it I doesn't mean, matter. We may as we may as well run on socialism or whatever the fuck we want to run on, because whatever we run on, they're gonna they're gonna say is too far left and we blew it. You know? Because they just wanna pump up they like this guy. Down yeah. d- down deep, they like this fucking guy. Well, yeah, I mean it helped you know, um what do you want? Do you want some t- for your ratings if you're a soulless husk of an individual and all you care about is getting ratings. How are you going to get them? Are you going to get them with, uh, you know, some mild-mannered, you know, real leader who isn't creating drama twenty-four fucking seven, or is it going to be the bombastic reality TV star who's trying to cover up his high school d- uh, uh, transcripts now? Yes, we'll get yes. to that in a little bit. Yeah, they're trying to cover up special Donnie special ed classes. But but the, you know. Why do we have to be always so fucking careful of how how we approach? And who is where, where, What is this? Who, oh, wait a second, Joe. Joe, seriously, I love I'm you. Saying, I love you dearly. But uh-huh. who is we? Because when you say we, then you're allowing yourself to accept the mem and and the the framing that people like Joe, 
you know, Scarborough and, and all those other motherfuckers are trying to do. We well, don't saying, have I, to do that. People on the left, people, people who are progressive, liberal, whatever you 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 want to box us into, people who actually f- you know feel like we have some responsibility to other people in our fucking society. I guess right. that's what we are, but I guess that's a, a mouthful. So they have to put us in a box. But anyway, you know, people who are for uh, you know inclusion and 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 ju- social justice. You know, whatever you want to call that, we always have to be careful what we say because we're we have to get those people, those 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 independents, that unicorn out there that doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that doesn't fucking exist. There are no independents. You're no fucking independent. There are no independents. There's no there's no centrist Sorry, or anything. Everybody's Don't everybody's worry about got every everybody's on the right or left. You know, and that's that. Okay. And there's no there, there's no unicorn out there that we're chasing. Be yourself. You know, a lot of people don't like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and I'll but tell a you, lot of people do. But a lot of people do, including me. And I'll tell you why. At least she is herself, and she says what's on her mind. She gives us an honest assessment of what she sees and how she sees we we should fix it. And that's the what we fucking we need. We have to show that we're not only against Donald Trump, which we are, but we are for something. We're for yes. social justice. We're to help. We're, we want to see government okay, guarantee that people live decent lives. Yeah. Okay? If you call that socialism, I'm all in. Then let's yeah, run on the, it. The sad, the sad part about it, Joe, is that that's not socialism. That's just doing the right thing and talking about legitimate issues. I... I really find it strange, especially after this weekend. And, Joe, I hope it's okay if I jump in here. I want you to. Um, especially after this weekend uh, with the whole fucking CPAC thing. With, the, oh, the socialism and the hamburgers and the cows and all this other crap. Hamburger. The reality is, the reality <laughs> is, is when we talk about the New Green Deal, which is a non-binding resolution. And you talk, and you know, if we're going to talk about people like Alexandria Cortez, and and so many, so many of our Democrats, not just her, because that's the other thing. It's a lot of Democrats that are being left behind because the right just wants to focus on this one woman, who, you know, they they're shining the spotlight on her. What we are talking about is not socialism; it's pragmatism. It really yeah. is. I mean, <laughs> well, all I can say is, is 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 cut it out. Don't buy into this crap. Don't let the Republican Party tell us how to run our party. Don't let them intimidate us into having yes. some some uh, false self awareness that they, that they want to throw on us. Be yourself. Let's let's run a fucking democratic socialist. I don't care leftist. Let's let's run that kind of campaign. Let's let the American people decide. Yeah. I think there's more of us than there are of them. Yeah, Joe, don't. Okay, don't and I stop think we listening. Win. Stop listening to Morning Joe. Uh, it works me up. Anyway, <laughs> that's the. F- I'm just. I love you dearly. You're like. You're like my uncle Joe. Don't. 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 That's don't. The first. Don't. Just listen to what is it? Good morning. What is that? What is that uh, YouTube channel that Ken and I? Good mythical Ken morning. Posted? Listen to Good, good mythical, mythical Morning. I do. Don't listen to Joe Scarborough. Well, yeah, well, listen to it's really, Scarborough. The thing is, it's not just Joe Scarborough. Okay, it's I know every single 
pundit and the, today and and every single show you, you know oh the democrat and this is the second thing and then i'm going to shut up no here here's the second thing oh the democrats are overreaching 81 letters oh my god <laughs> Oh my God! Do you know how many letters the Watergate Committee sent out for for for, for documents? Yeah, you know thousands. Mm-hmm. You know this is small potatoes. Yeah. Okay. This is this All is why reach. I feel like this mem of of um, yeah. Which you're you're right about this. The Democrats are overreaching, and I really really can't stand when we when we have conversations about you know is there a left wing media? It, it's really not true. Well, what, how could we be overreaching? The, there's a cr- it's, hey, it's fellas, not overreaching. It's just crime normal family. shit. There's a yes. fucking crime family in the White House, okay? And they're being backed up by an international syndicate, okay? Go see Sarah Kinzador, okay? Read her book, okay? Listen to her, cause she's right. We have we have in it in essence we have a RICO racketeering syndicate in the white house yeah. backed up by an international crime syndicate yeah. the saudis the united arab emirates yeah. the russians the israelis yeah. okay they're all it's a crime syndicate okay and they're just there to make money well i'm glad sh- i'm glad you brought up sarah kenzior because uh i still have those couple clips um that uh i saved from last week uh, and uh, th- I believe this is her talking and saying uh, a lot of the same stuff you're saying, Joe. You have to look at why has he been indicted? He's been indicted for crimes that he committed decades ago. Oh, why- wait a second, wait a second. That's part two. This is this is her talking about Paul Manafort, but she definitely brings the Trump. Uh, Trumps into this. A lot of this information is already in the public and has been in the public since 2016. I remember when Manafort was selected to run Trump's Trump's campaign, and I thought, oh my God, you know, Paul Manafort, the dictator lackey, the oligarch lackey, like Manafort had been under federal investigation before. Manafort is notorious for being involved in organized crime, and of course, he went and actually did things. He changed the Republican national platform uh, to please his benefactors in Ukraine. He's been, you know, working with people like Stone and. Trump, uh, you know, associated with them for 30 years. Like you can trace uh, the crimes of Paul Manafort, the crime machine, you know, for like 30 years. And post indictment, he went on to commit even more crimes. And so there's such a wealth of information about Paul Manafort in the public domain that I don't think we quite need the Mueller report to see that information. What we need are indictments. We need people like Manafort to be put behind bars as a matter of national security and as a matter of public safety. And she had a little follow-up on that. You have to look at why has he been indicted. He's been indicted for crimes that he committed decades ago. Why didn't they indict him before? Why did the media not go after Manafort as soon as he was selected as the campaign chairman instead of, you know, putting him on the Sunday shows? Like, this was a normal thing. None of this is normal. People have normalcy bias. They think, okay, if it's really that bad, if he's really that of a criminal, clearly someone would do something about it. Well, guess what? No one did anything, and now you have a Russian asset as the president of the United States backed up by a transnational crime syndicate masquerading as a government. That's what you get when you don't act in time. Yep. Yeah. I can't say anything better. Yeah. She's oh, and she's she's so right. I mean, this is, is this is something that I, I I don't know if I've said this on the show. I know I've said this to Bob, but it goes to it goes to the very heart of the fact that 
Donald Trump was allowed to run for president because nobody bothered to cover the crimes that he has done since mm -hmm. the 80s. Yeah. Literally since the 80s. Yeah. And and I you know we can we can blame the FBI for you know I I don't know who to blame but it's it was white collar crime since mm -hmm. the 80s. And I, the it, fact that nobody bothered to go after white collar crime allowed for Donald Trump to rise up to become the president of this country. And the yeah, same the well, same with Manafort, the same with everybody in his inner circle. Nobody covered white collar crime. No. Period. And another thing too is this isn't just uh, I'll say it right now, this isn't just in, in the mainstream media because even back in the day on this very show um there was a a, a, a contributor to this show who told me that it would be stupid to talk about Trump's mob ties, that we should really? avoid it, that we should avoid it. Yeah, so a former contributor um, oh. it, it advised me to not talk about Trump's ties to the mob, it, which I thought was bullshit at the time, but I did it uh, trying to be a diplomat, trying to, to please everybody. But looking back, I mean, I really wish I would have dug into stuff harder, you know? Um, because, you know, look at the stuff that's come out. And and with Manafort, from day one, I was calling him a fucking Russian asset. You know, from day goddamn one. I mean, this is all stuff. Everything uh, Sarah Kenzier is saying is all stuff that was common knowledge. But the mainstream press just were like, yeah, oh, put him on the Sunday show. Yeah. Put him yes. on. They're Put him on. They're he's, obsessed he's... with. They're obsessed with both siderism. They're obsessed with. Well, we got to be fair. You know. We I gotta think be they're fair. obsessed with access. Well, that. Oh I, yeah. I understand what oh, you're saying, yeah. Joe, and I don't oh, dismiss yeah. it. But I think oh, they're yeah, obsessed right. with access. That goes all the way back to Cheney, who who used to threaten a, deny act to deny access if he gave us bad press. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, well, anyway, <laughs> listen to so, what Sarah said. Listen to what she said in that clip, because she's right. The press normalizes this shit, yes. and now they're doing it again. They're saying that the Democrats and Nadler is overreaching. How can you overreach? There's so many crimes to reach for. You can't overreach. You could only underreach. There's yeah. too many reaches. We could reach... If our arms were a mile long, we couldn't reach long enough to, to incorporate what this crime family is doing, what yeah. they've done. There are so many crimes. Instead of saying you're overreaching, saying, say, there's so much to do. How the hell are these poor guys going to get to it all? Yeah. He's yeah. such a crime criminal. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't disagree. All right, I'm done. Well, that's no, all right. No, you're not. Well, we'll, we'll still keep talking. We'll, we'll we're we're almost upon the break, but uh, I'm done for now. But yeah, I mean, but the things that they're scrambling to cover up. I mean, where uh, if you okay, what what does logic dictate to you? Is it there's a uh, there's a new report? This is from Josh Feldman on Media. The new report details effort to conceal Trump's high school transcript. If they are looking to conceal his high school transcript. Mm -hmm. What the fuck do you think's in his taxes? Mm -hmm. If yeah. they're looking to, if if he's looking to conceal, uh, uh, you know, his high school transcript, and he's trying to shield 
Jared and Ivanka from the favoritism. What the fuck do you think is really behind all that? You know, I mean, this is, you know, if they're trying to hide his high school transcript, and, you know, and that could be really embarrassing, and I hope it is. I'm sure it is. You know, he's probably, you know, he probably got fucking D's and F's in everything. And I'll say, you know, know, not everybody's a great student. Who cares? Whatever. But he's trying to hide all of this stuff that he feels shame for or guilt for or whatever. So, yeah, there is no overreach. There is no overreach. There's just turning over rocks. That's all there is. It's turning over all the rocks. He doesn't have shame, though. Ken. In that article, I know we'll discuss it later at the other end of the break. But what was the predicate for them hiding those transcripts? Well, I'll just, that? I'll just I'll just uh, started um, that the Cohen. It was a twenty. It, it was what? in twenty eleven when million multi millionaire contributors to that to that military school who were on the board and were big contributors threatened the head of that school not to release his transcripts after. Mr. Trump went on television saying that Barack Obama was hiding his bad grades and he didn't deserve to be in Harvard. And he only got into Harvard because he was black Black. and they were stupid black. And that I'll show you because he, he won't release his transcripts. And right after he made that announcement, the trustees in that high school went to that guy and said, you better hide his. Yeah, because we know he's as fucking dumb as a rock. Yeah, this is this is, and we don't want that coming out racism. while he's attacking Obama. It's, that's it, what the predicate was. That was that that's was interesting. No, and and Joe is right because I I said racism, but I, I want to go back to another word that I like to use on this show: white supremacy. In other words. White people are better than the black guy, and because of that, we don't have to show you his grades because he's yeah. white. We don't have to. And answer. Barack is black. Don't have to answer to yeah. anyone. It's, he has to it's, prove that he deserved to be in Harvard, but Donald Trump doesn't have to prove that he right. has the mentality of a cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, don't insult cantaloupes. I think some of them are very good, but I'll I tell think you what, delicious, and they know how to be juicy. Trump's a lot seedier than uh, a cantaloupe. Um, yeah, it's white mm-hmm. supremacy, in my, in sure. my opinion. Oh, it absolutely is. It's like I don't have to prove anything to you. You have to prove everything to me. Yep. You know because I'm superior. That's what it is. I'm superior. My people built this country, and you need to answer to me. You know that that yeah, fucking entitlement entitlement based on fucking luck and melanin. What's amazing to me is that um, I don't know if he did. I, for some reason, I believe that he did. That Barack Obama did release his grades. He, yeah, his stuff was released. Some of his stuff was released. But you know, it, it, it's he's fucking smarter than anybody on the Trump train. It just ah, I miss the Obamas. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, anyway, uh, on that note, uh, we're 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 gonna talk about all kinds of stuff tonight, but we got to go to the break at the at this moment. Um, I'm gonna send Joe a hug if he'll accept it. Oh, hugs are always accepted. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, And um, 
and I'll I'll pick up all those extra lube jobs in the clown car for you this weekend, Joe. So. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. <laughs> hey, I used to do lube jobs as a teen. I used to do lube jobs as a teen. I used to work at a gas station, and I did that. I pumped gas. Uh, I was horrible at it, and I apologize to anybody's car I destroyed. Um, <laughs> hopefully, they were all Republicans. Uh, <laughs> Probably anyway, because uh, they're all giving us a loop job right now. Oh, it, well, and it was in rural Ohio, so uh, the chances are pretty good. Uh, so. <laughs> Anyway, let's go to the break. Uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. Okay. Thank you. 
Kiss you in the mouth. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Eaton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from the Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime. Welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the city of electricity. We're not going to take it anymore. Yeah. 
hell yeah twisted sister for life and uh <laughs> rain from four freedoms <laughs> blog washington dc the electric city the god damn it the what? beltway bureau <laughs> everybody's in an electric city <laughs> the electric we, beltway we are on um the electric beltway i've seen those advertised in the, the sears catalog Avenue. I've seen the electric beltways in the those old Sears catalogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't work. <laughs> so, so okay, I yeah, I I live on Electric Avenue, which is why I'm related to Joe, who lives in the Electric City. And you know how and to I get to walk, Electric Avenue walk to, on it. to You rock down to Electric Avenue. Electric, electric Avenue. Avenue. And then we're taking <laughs> higher. Uh, what the hell is happening, guys? I don't know, I don't but uh, I'll tell you what. I have Trump's speech broken down into 75 separate audio clips, and I'm going to play those right now. Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> How about no? Yeah, so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't, that's my favorite new uh, Michael Keaton drop. Uh, I just want, I had to find an excuse to use it. Hey, I got an idea. How about no? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that, I got it. Look, I don't know if we're going to cover it tonight, but. Holy crap, that was crazy. Uh, we're not going to play. Uh, there's very little audio that I have, and it's in the audio that I have of Trump from CPAC is in clips of people talking about him at CPAC. Um, uh, okay, because I I couldn't listen to the whole thing. I mean, no. It was, what, two hours and 20 minutes? Oh, I couldn't Jesus listen to hardly any, I d- Actually, I didn't listen. I, I followed along on the Twitter. <laughs> he went for over two hours? Two, two hours and Two, two hours and twenty minutes. Jesus the Christ! Of his career. That's yeah. like the kind of shit that you know Hugo Chavez and not not that I have anything against Hugo yeah. Chavez. Everybody in the chat room. Two but that's hours. like well, th- that's like you know uh, that's dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's get I'm to not kidding. Uh, that's dictator no, stuff. I, I hear you. I, I I concur. Um, but uh, Stephen Colbert had a little bit of analysis on this. Uh, of course, uh, Trump decided to hump another flag. <sighs> God, that was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, live in Did he leave orange semen on it? <clears throat> that reminds me of that, that, that blue semen that came out of what's-his-name's head <laughs> on, the, uh, on the Orville. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Mm. Everybody watch the Orville. We're not getting paid for it. I didn't watch it. All right, so Trump... uh, hmm? He humped the flag. He humped the flag. Again, humped the flag. Before we we go any further, I I really, really want to say this. When he came out and hugged the flag the way he did, I found... I, I personally felt like he was really disrespecting the entire country. I'm oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, sure. That is completely a disrespectful thing to do to an American flag. You know, I remember getting yelled though. at. I remember getting yelled He's at as a kid us. for. I remember getting yelled at as a child for having an American flag touch the ground. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. you don't hug a flag. You, 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 you fold it properly and you hang it where it's to be displayed on a pole or, you know. Uh, in a manner so it's blowing in the wind or, or, or hanging in a hall or or whatever. You don't fucking go up and molest the flag. I mean, that's disgusting. Basically, what he's saying when he does that, it's not that I love America. It's that 
I have you all by the balls, and I can do whatever yeah. I want to you. Yeah, I, I really felt like it was he was disrespecting. It was a violation of all of our all of his supporters, just everybody. It was a violation. The of last time he all, the last time he hugged decent. the flag, it wasn't when he was president. No, it was before. Yeah. yeah so sure. anyway, he didn't hug it when it when uh, he had the opportunity to put on a uniform. No, no. No, but Thank anyway, you. anyway, uh, this is uh, Stephen Colbert uh, talking about the the flag humping. We've been off for a little bit. Yeah. Last week, last week was uh, so great because I am not Donald Trump. <laughs> ooh, ooh. The news cycle wrote him hard and put him away wet. <laughs> yeah. Ugly. Uh, Here's the thing. Uh, I kind of unplugged from the news cycle when I'm on vacation. Yeah, definitely. And then I kind of like, I kind of like take little little sips. <laughs> A couple days before I come back in just to yeah. reacclimate myself, exactly. you know, a couple of sips of the poison so it doesn't kill you on day one back. Yeah, really. And, and the, the first indication I had that the orange man was feeling blue <laughs> was uh, Saturday? Saturday. He had this historically long and epically weird speech he gave at the Conservative Political Action Conference, or D-Bag. And... <laughs> The, uh, Sounds right. Is that, is that what it is? It's, that's it. It's an acronym. Yeah. It's an acronym <laughs> for that. <laughs> the crazy uh, started right off the bean before Trump even started talking. It is dry humping old glory. I believe that is the first time a flag has ever volunteered to be burned. Just full Kevorkian. Just put me out of my... Yeah, I kind of got buried in there, but... Uh, Amen! Uh, oh, there. Amen! Yeah, and they also... Um, uh, they, Colbert also had a little cold open on their show uh, with a commercial for a new... Uh, New hotline called Filth. F-I-L-F. Here you go. Are you physically attracted to flags? Just can't keep your hands off? Then call today. 1-555-HOT-FILTH. Where the naughtiest flags are waiting to talk to you. No matter (laughs) what you're into. Old glories. Young glories. Or... Just imagine this big old gal waving from your pole. So for a grand old time, call today and star-spangled your banner all night long. Yeah, filth. One five 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 hot filth. Um, yeah. Uh, is that anything like Dilk? <laughs> uh, Filth and Bill. Uh, the breakfast, the breakfast of champions. Oh God! Uh, yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, in my head right now, grand mm-hmm. old flag is in. You're a high flying flag. You're a grand old flag. What the hell is wrong with him that he came out and hugged the flag? It, well, he, he's disgusting. you know that's. It, it's just you, you know it's the least patriotic man in the country. Trying you know, to be patriotic? 
When fascism I, comes, it'll come wrapped in a flag. No, yeah. when fascism comes, it'll come with an orange douchebag grabbing and molesting a flag and raping it. It yeah, was disgusting. Uh, it, it's Sorry, some, that was it, a little it's, too dark. Uh, no, it, no, it's not too dark because it's absolutely symbolic of, of what he did in his attitude towards the country. If he was an intelligent and thoughtful and caring individual... If it wasn't just all about him, he would never think to touch a flag with his hands or his body in that manner, yes. unless it was I, some I, kind of ceremony. Unless it was I'm a ceremony sorry, where, that where really where, did. There was so much of his speech that pissed me off. <coughs> that particular thing, because he did it as president. I know that he did it as a candidate. But when he came out on CPAC and did that as the president of the United States of America, I found it so disgusting. And just I, it really, honest to God, bothered me. It was disrespectful. It was disrespectful of every person who died, every vet, every, you know, every, it, it, I, it bothered me. Well, here, here, let's let me let me mockery. read this real quick it was because mockery. KT, it was mockery. It was mockery yeah, because Kate, he was yeah. smiling like he was laughing. Yeah, it was smug and and and, and just like mm, I can do this. I have you yes. all where I want you. Um, I mean, but you think about Katie, you think about what happens yeah. at the at the tomb of the unknown soldier when we have presidents who go there and it's you know the, the that that yes. It's, suppo it's supposed sorry. to be I'm revered. Sorry. Hold on one second, please. KT Kaser says in the chat room, she's put a quote in from John Oliver I want to read. It says, okay, putting aside the free speech implications there, how is kneeling in front of a flag more disrespectful uh, yes. to it than grinding against it uh, with your gnarled old boner? Um, uh, John Oliver remarked, in one of the photos, not the one above, I noticed that Trump is also in violation of... The edict not to place another flag to the right of the Stars and Stripes. Uh, gotcha, Mr. President, but that's the reason to fire. But that's not a reason to fire you. I'm not sure exactly where all of that's from, but the first part was definitely John Oliver. Um, it, it, you know, th yeah. this, it, it, it's it disgusting. Really Kneeling me. before the flag? You know, somebody needs to say that to him. Somebody needs to have the fucking uh, fortitude to go up to him and say, look... You you are saying that people are being disrespectful to the flag for kneeling, and they're yeah. kneeling for people who have lost their lives, and they're kneeling out of respect instead of Black sitting. Instead of sitting, they're they're kneeling to, for reverence of, of people who served in the military instead of sitting on their duffs. Yes. Now you yes. wrap your arms around it. You're basically making a motion to, to that you're strangling our nation. You know, I mean, yeah. that might be that might yeah. be too much for a journalist oh my to God, say. Yes, but you know, I mean, that's the only reason that that the Trump cultists and Trump himself don't like the football players kneeling in front of the flag, and this is patently obvious, is because it's about black people. Yes. You yes. need to behave the way we expect you to. White supremacy. Again, we've said it before on this show about that. 
Yeah. And this is all the proof you need for a guy that's going to put his greasy fucking claws all over something and push it against his body. If that's not disrespectful, you know, would somebody do that with a crucifix, a life-size crucifix? Oh God. Would you do that? I mean, could you imagine that? I mean, that's because that's the, the, the I'll tell you what, the flag means more to, uh, to more people in this country than the, than the cross does. If you account for all the non-Christians out there who've served in the military and, and or or just an atheist like me who thinks that the flag code is something that should be we should abide by. You know, I, I'm Take not a look saying at the Boy Scouts of America. Yeah, I, I, they're the Boy Scouts of America, whatever it's called now, because I know that that females are allowed and but they have actual flag burning ceremonies which are done in accordance to you know the code of conduct when it comes to dealing with the flag yeah, in the United when States a flag is is tattered and and old that that's how they're supposed to be disposed of yes i mean the flag it, yeah what what something else that blows my mind away it really does blow my mind away to, to you, Ken and Joe, is, you know, let's go back 10 years ago about how, let's go even back to when we had the whole flag burning controversy where um, I think it was the, the Supreme Court held up that flag burning, burning the flag is a First Amendment right. And the goddamn right wing lost their shit about this and suddenly the left wing were a whole bunch of like oh flag burning hippie liberals right mm -hmm. now we're okay with with this this guy who occupies the white house coming out and hugging the flag and mocking i'm telling you i really i feel very strongly about this he is mocking the entire united states of america he really is. He doesn't care mm -hmm. about the flag. He doesn't care about America. He doesn't. I don't care what he says. You don't come and hug the flag. You know what? If he gave a shit about America, he would have come out and actually saluted the flag. That's but exactly what that. I was thinking. You know, he I did mean, not do that. he probably would have gotten even more applause had he saluted it. Then yeah. again, then again, it was stacked with Trump cultists, so they probably all fucking rubbed one out on another flag and <laughs> fucking wallowed in it like an okie cookie. <laughs> Sorry, but it really does come back down. It comes no, it's fine. It, it's fine. It does come back down to the fact that he literally is denigrating human beings, human beings who happen to be Americans and mm -hmm. Americans who happen to be people of color for kneeling during the Star Spangled Banner because they don't want their fellow people being of color being killed by police. Yeah. Well, he hugs a flag that he failed to honor when he used bone spurs okay. to get out of serving in the military. Thank you. He hugs a flag that he failed to honor when he disparaged a, uh, a gold star family during the campaign. He hugs, hugs a flag when he disparaged an American hero who spent five years in a prison or a war camp and then yes. disparaged yes. him. How, how do veterans who support Trump watch him hug that flag after he's done all those things to those military families and how about how about how about that that military family mm -hmm. that he got into a kerfuffle with because 
they refused his phone call. Yeah. Well, you know, he's the antithesis. I mean, think about it. He's the antithesis of everything that most groups that support Trump stand for. He's the antithesis of the military. He's the antithesis of Christianity. He's the antithesis of hardworking people pulling themselves up. Uh, by their own bootstraps. He's the antithesis... uh, Sorry, I can't say antithesis that many times, apparently. No, Um, you can't. It's not possible. (laughs) He runs counter to... See, I I found a... You know, know, he's literally the the, the opposite of so many different things. You know, he's not... I mean, do you think he cares about working women or single mothers or even mothers in general he has utter disdain for child rearing uh, he called a woman disgusting for wanting to use a breast pump to pump milk for yeah. her baby you yes. know i mean he hates black people he hates all minorities and what he did when he hugged that flag is when he thinks he is america he thinks he <laughs> is America. The, and this goes back to the campaign. Do you remember when they changed the name of Budweiser for a, a little publicity stunt to America Beer? Yes. Yes. He took credit for that. He's like, they oh. did that mostly because of me. He fucking truly believes that he is everything in America. And when he hugged that yeah, flag, that's dangerous. When he hugged that fucking flag like that, he thought he was hugging himself. Ugh. Yeah, think about you that. Know, you know what's <laughs> and and Ken, I I don't disagree with you, I, which kind of has my my brain kind of going in different directions right now because there is something that I hear time and time again, and going back to Joe's <clears throat> early show rant with the pundits, there are pundits out there saying he he was he was a Democrat back in the day, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've heard that. I, he wasn't a good one. You just no. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> I'm sorry if I'm getting really high voiced and really no, no, yelly, no. but no apologies. Um, Go. <clears throat> here's the thing. He might have been registered as a Democrat, and then he might have registered as as a Republican to become president. But he is neither what we used to know, what we used to consider a Republican. No. Or what we used to consider a Democrat. I don't know what he is, except that he's an autocrat. And as Sarah Kenzior says, he he's dangerous. He's he was he. You can't put him. I don't want to hear any pundit ever say that he used to be a Democrat. That doesn't matter anymore because we live in the here and now. This mofo is not a Republican, and I do mean this. Mm-hmm. And he's not a Democrat. I don't yeah. know what he is. And anybody who continues yeah. to support him is no longer a Republican to me. Yeah. And he's not even he's a, a conservative. Grifter. He's not no, even I a conservative. I don't know what he is. He's a I grifter. Mean, if you look at the fucking, you know, the temper tantrum he threw over not getting billions and billions and billions of dollars to build that fucking wall that's not going to fucking address any problems that we have in this country. No. Every fucking that's not conservative, every that's not fucking liberal, that's not Republican or Democrat. Every brain damaged carnival seal out there barking and clapping every time Trump, you know, uh, uh, speaks about this, and and they're like, "Oh, Democrats hate America. You don't want to throw away billions of dollars on a wall we don't need." Tell me what's conservative about 
any of that. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I, it, it's Trump was Trump was saying, we have so much money, what can I spend it on? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it was, uh, I, I didn't even know how to begin spending all this money. Oh my I god! Mean, I'm with I'm with Joe. He's a grifter. I'm with I'm with living on the blog. He's a con man. <coughs> and, and 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 as Ken has said all along, the people who follow him are a cult. But at a certain point, I really sort of feel like we 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 need to stop relying on on the pundits to to figure out what he is, because going back to Sarah Kenzior. We need to start really looking at this uh, this danger. Yeah, well, and, and I, she's I, really right about this. It's uh-huh. not that I depend on the pundits to to to, to tell I me what he is. I, I didn't mean you. No, no, I know that, but I, it's it's they that, need to put in perspective who he is to the to the rest of the country. Exactly. I think I yeah. think the problem with the pundits is that you know first they 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 talk to him like everything is normal. Yeah. And this is just policy disagreements. Yeah, that's, okay? that's the problem. That that's the problem. And 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 then, then they shape public opinion, and then they say, "Oh, here's a poll that reinforces what we were telling you." No, it doesn't reinforce what you were telling us. It's a result of what you were telling us. Yeah, yeah. Those polls are shaped reason, by yeah. what you tell people. The only reason Trump got elected and all those people who support him, the only fucking reason in the world, the only reason, the single reason, is because that piece of shit got famous from the assholes who put him on TV. And you that's know, yeah. the yeah. only yeah. fucking reason show. why, that's the and only it, fucking reason why, is because he's famous. Because people look at him and they go, oh, he's a success. On his game show, he was such a success. And you know who, who told who said that to Morning Joe on Morning Joe's set? Who said you're responsible for him? Sarah Kenzior. Yeah. Yeah. She went on his show and put it right to his face. Well, that's and good. has she been back on since? Probably not. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, this this to me is it's it's I know it's been disturbing to to the three of us and to Bob and to everybody who listens. But at a certain point, at a certain point, I mean, we need to figure out what's going on. Here, let me just go back to it. I know we had the show on Friday, but I am still highly, highly, I am so completely bothered by the fact that last Wednesday, during Michael Cohen's testimony, he said, he said that he doesn't think that Donald Trump if he loses the election, will voluntary, voluntarily turn over the reins of power. Oh, yeah. It, that bothers me so much because one of the tenets of, of our, you know, republic, um, representative dem- democracy is we have a peaceful passing of the reins of power. From a Democrat to a Republican, you know, all this stuff. And he said, I don't see him doing that. That was, of all the things that he said, when, it was Wednesday, right? Of all the things that he said on Wednesday, that was the thing that bothered me the most. Donald well, Trump will not give a peaceful return or changeover to... No. I, if it, just give the military a reason, Fat Donnie, please. Give him, give him a reason. Um, 
Anyway, uh, we got to go to the break. I'm sorry, I kind of got worked up there too, but but that's the only goddamn reason he's in the White House is because he was fucking famous. That's it. He's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. He's not a liberal. He's not a conservative. He is Donald Trump. And the masses that of the Trump cult fell in love with him, and they don't fucking care. They again, he could shit in their mouths, and they'd call it a Sunday. Oh, and you know what? You know, on the other side of the break, the. New Yorker mag- magazine article that was uh, oh, that was issued yesterday. Yes. yes, that came out yesterday. I read that whole thing. Let me tell you, what you just said, Kenny, was a strategy way back in the eighties to yep. make him famous. Yes, and it was all spelled out in that New Yorker article of how they did it. And we'll talk about that on the other side, I guess. All right. Uh, well, we've got some more about CPEC, uh, but it, hopefully, it won't get me as worked up. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Hey, I get an idea. How about no? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare Prepare to make make computer to computer computer contact. That is an easy idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. If he's on TV, must be good. Susan reminded me of that commercial. There was some commercial out like 10 or 15 years ago, and it was some crappy product that they were trying to sell, like a diet pill or something like that. And one of the actors in it, this woman... Uh, looks at the the guy trying to hawk these pills and says, "If it's on TV, it must be good." And it's like that really. And 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 we joked about that all the time. About th- there are really people out there who think if something's on TV, just because it's on TV, it's good. And that's the perfect. And thank you, Susan, for that. That is the perfect fucking in a nutshell as to why trump is president because he was on the goddamn tv yeah and fortunately most people 
don't know what it's like to just watch things on TV anymore. So hopefully there will be more of us than them next time around. And of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hello. I'm eating nuts. Well, nuts to you. And I'm eating, I have nuts in my mouth. And <laughs> come next election, we need to make the blue wave even bigger than before. We have oh, to yeah. take back the Senate. Blue tsunami. And, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. I'm eating popcorn that I made this afternoon. I'm drinking beer that somebody made in a laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> beer laboratory. I'm Apple. Uh, and, uh, all right, so... <laughs> So let's get back to this because um, a, a real Republican, a real conservative, Tara Setmeyer, uh, was on CNN with Anna Cabrera, um, and, uh, and and she's an African American as well, and she knows Trump's a racist, she knows Trump's a fraud, she knows Trump's not a conservative, knows that he's not anything but Trump. That's it. And he's a fucking product that was bought, bought and sold uh, by a bunch of fucking dopes, you know. And by the way, Rain, I started watching that that Get Me Roger Stone movie, and it made me want to puke. I had to turn it off. Uh, oh, I mean, I'm it, sorry. It's no, no. It's not your fault. I was just, uh, I just started. I was like, oh Jesus Christ! It was, it was just sickening. Just you know, watching him. Just it's, made me it's want. It's important, though. Yeah, I know, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll finish it one of these days, but not all in one sitting. <laughs> Jesus. I understand. Um, you know, uh, just puke, man. That piece of shit. Uh, hopefully, he's locked up soon. We'll have more on that in a little bit. Um, but Anna Cabrera uh, has Tara Setmeyer on, African American, uh, uh, conservative Republican, talking about, and I loved it because she used an analogy for Trump. Trump cultists uh, that, that I use all the time. Terry, you heard the reaction there to the president at CPAC. He was, of course, one of many speakers. So let me point out a few other things. At least two others brought up the ghost of John McCain in their speeches. The CPAC Classy. chair, Matt Schlapp, he proclaimed the president doesn't lie, that he's not a dishonest political leader. The next most popular name, by the way, after Trump that came up was Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So I'm wondering, what did this year's CPAC tell you about where the Republican Party is right now? It just reconfirmed the fact that the Republican Party has completely bent its knee in a corrosive way to Donald Trump's ilk. And uh, as someone who's been to probably, I don't know, over a dozen CPACs over my political career, and it was something I used to look forward to as a conservative because it was never a circus like this uh, until the era of Donald Trump. It's really sunken into a place of embarrassment. Um, watching Republicans clap like seals to that lunacy of a speech yesterday by mm -hmm. the president of the United States is just disheartening in a lot of ways that this is where the party is going. Uh, you know, the fact the fact that but, but it was also very indicative of where President Trump is going and how he plans to run in 2020. It was very revealing. So um, for those of, for those who are going to run against Donald Trump, study that and see and, and look at it because what he did uh, inside of all of those um, one-liners and and the, the, just you know trying to normalize a lot of the um, 
the, the, the fact that he's gone against so many norms and institutions and constitutional ideals and decency. He also injected some pieces of the I will protect you and I'm right. the only one. And that's what got him elected in the first place. Fear mongering. And, uh, and Ocasio-Cortez represents this new progressive um, target that he's going to use right. to fear monger. So where he may be right about some of those things on, the, on that side, it's, it's so muddied with all these other horrible things that, no, we don't need him to protect us. We need someone else that actually respects the Constitution and okay. the office of the presidency. Ah, oh, amen. amen. Amen to that. Amen. Somebody who doesn't fucking do unspeakable acts to an American flag. Because it was unspeakable. Can I, can I jump in here? Yeah, go. Because here's the thing about CPAC. Um, CPAC did start out as a literal, legitimate, conservative political action convention. Mm-hmm. It, it really did. I mean, it's been around for, um, I don't know, it's been around for uh, since the 70s. And when, when people sit there and say now, oh, now that Trump is president, now that Trump is president, it's become, you know, this crazy kind of, ooh, this is bad. I'm going, I, I'm just, right now, I'm sitting right there on the Wikipedia page. And it said in, in the 2010 CPAC, it featured co-sponsorship from the first time from the John Birch Society and GOP Proud, a gay conservative group. All right, so in 2010, that's... N- nine years ago which is shortly after the tea party started mm-hmm. they they were like yeah let's 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 accept the john birch society let's let's have them as part of our co-sponsors yeah so when i hear when i hear certain republicans and i understand I, i'm trying to be fair about s- certain parts of this i understand when you know this one was talking about i used to love to go to cpac uh, in 2010 was when they allowed the John Birch Society co-sponsor it. Yeah. Have they not watched it? I mean, what is this, like frogs in the pot? Yeah, really. You I know, mean, the- yeah, because the John Birch Society, I mean, they basically are kind of like an amalgam they're of... They're white supremacists. Yeah, they're, they're kind of an amalgam of the Klan, Confederates, uh, you know, sons, of the, sons and daughters of the Confederacy. Uh, but, you know, they, they put... They put on a, 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 you know, it's it's the new clan with a smiley face, you know. I mean, and, and the CPAC birchers became the birthers downhill. and the teabaggers. Yeah. CPAC has been going to me, in my opinion, not that I was ever a fan of CPAC, but it's been going mm-hmm. downhill since the birth of the Tea Party. It really has, and it's like, okay, Barack Obama got elected, Tea Party started. All bets up. are off. John Birch. Yeah, John Birch joined in, and every every year, we've just seen like this sliding of this. You know, this we've seen the sliding down of of CPAC. Yeah, and you know, you can. I think there's a legitimate. I think there's a legitimate point to be made about how since Trump has been elected, or I think his first his first appearance was in 2015, Mm -hmm. 16. No, or was it 2016? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it's this year, it's a total shit show. But, you know, last year, Milo, remember our friend Milo? Oh, yeah. Milo got kicked out last year. Well, because he came out as pro-pedophile, so, yes. you know, 
that that was that know, was man. finally it's... a bridge too far for them. The Nazism yeah. thing, yeah. Well, I guess we can go exactly. with that. You know, I mean, just I hope I'm making sense here. Yes, it, absolutely. It's, just, it's it, it it's it's amazing to me. I mean, it, I'm actually again, I'm looking at their they they have an annual straw poll. I don't even know what the straw poll was this year if they mm. even had it. 76, Ronald Reagan. 1980, Ronald Reagan. 84, Ronald Reagan. 86, Jack Kemp. 87, Kemp. 93, Kemp. 95, Phil Graham. These are not super uber radical conservatives. Mm -hmm. Then there was Gary Bauer, George W. Bush. This is funny. 2005, Rudy Giuliani. Um, 2006, George Allen. 7, 8, and 9 was Mitt Romney. 2010, when the John Birch Society was a sponsor. Uh, their straw poll was Ron Paul, 2011. Ron Paul. Mitt Romney well, was 2012. Ron uh, Rand Paul. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Two, 2013 was Rand Paul. Rand Paul 2014, 2015. Rand Paul and last uh, 2016 was Ted Cruz. I don't have 2017, 18, or 19 on the well. Wikipedia 2019. Page. It says the official straw polls. The vast majority of attendees at the um, at CPAC back, uh, well, no, no, they back the, the emergency. Oh. Um, and they also said that, uh, they think Joe Biden is the biggest threat to Trump. But they don't have a straw poll winner anymore. I don't, I, I don't even know. The reason, the reason why I'm bringing this up is just to like kind of further prove the point that whatever CPAC used to be, it has now become a hate a hate convention no, it, it really is there's nothing that's happy about it mm -hmm. joe are you eating your popcorn well here's the thing he's eating his popcorn <laughs> no but do, do you understand what i'm saying yes um yeah i i have very little sympathy for cpac uh, yeah you know, I'm, uh, I'm not asking I, for sympathy i'm just trying to put perspective well, I, I think I, I know i know i know it, it, it it's an evolution uh that's happened but when you look at what's happened to the republican party which is the conservative party in this country they've been building toward trump for decades yes they've been building toward this since nixon yeah. Um, yeah. Since the Southern strategy, since they conceptualized the idea of a party network that turned out to be Fox News, all this has been decades in the making. And all I'm going to say this: Trump isn't the disease. Trump is the symptom. Okay, he's a result. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the result. He yeah. is the result. Of decades of conservatives moving in this direction, but not wanting to verbalize it. Yeah, and they it, were just. Go ahead, Ken. I was going to say, and this this is actually something that we've talked about before on the show. And Rain, you 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 nailed it because this is a, a logical, gradual progression. And if you just look at recent history with, um, uh, you know, Sarah Palin. 
and the the GOP embracing the the radicalism of the teabaggers who ultimately were the John, people like the John Birch Society and were the the um, twisted Randian version of Republicans and 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 people who were you know leaned towards clan like tendencies you know the 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 the, the, the awakened when people realize i have that old al jazeera audio of of a, a, a rally in ohio where there were these white trash assholes who were teabaggers who were there to see sarah palin and they said oh he thinks us white people are trash and I, and you know and we're worried about you know and they use the n-word we're i'm worried about an n-word taking over you know it ain't the time for that you know so so they and all those people became the teabaggers. They became the teabaggers. And I interviewed those people. And they, they told me uh, in Cleveland, I went to a tea party rally and I interviewed these people. And they lied and they were disgusting and racist and horrible. And they said the dumbest things. And then again, and then Sarah Palin just embraced them. And then, you know. And it just kept trucking, and it was just the the logical, uh, you know, result to end up with somebody like Trump, where he yeah. embraced birtherism, so they embraced him. He yeah. embraced their racist movement, and that was, you know, and again, it was, but it, it, it's a culmination of a lot of different things. But just in that short time span, in the last ten years. That's that is the complete effect of that. But yeah, and you look at the architects behind this, and again, bring me Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, and Roger Stone are thick as thieves in, in orchestrating all kinds of ugly shit in American history. And I, there, there was, there was somebody who was on MSNBC today. I can't remember the name of the fellow. But um, they were talking about Jane Mayer's um, article in The New Yorker. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how, at a certain point, conservatism started to not be about being conservative. Which if, 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 see, here we go, hive mind. If we were to talk about conservatism as a legitimate, pure political ideology, it would be, it would be discussing how we're going to move forward, but slowly, which is what Republican Republicanism used to be. Mm -hmm. But in, in this particular this particular discussion, and I wish I could remember the names. They they were they were talking about how at a certain point conservatism and Fox News appealed to people's fears. Yeah, and they it appealed to people's fears. And they, they would run stories on Fox News, and they still do to this day, that went to people who were kind of um, on the fringes, who aren't middle class, they're a little bit lower middle class, or, you know, they talked yeah. about it in a less than racial way. But basically, the idea was, we're going to inflame, we're going to um, make sure that their fears are stirred up. So they can become more right wing, and therefore they will watch more of Fox News. Does that make yeah, sense, guys? Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, look at the you know, 
in the early days of the Bush administration, how they beat the war drum louder than anybody for going into Iraq. Yes. You know, and then a whole bunch of them came back later and said, oh, I was wrong about that. Yeah, and we we were the ones on the left who were called anti-patriotic. Yeah. Because we were like, dudes, I'm not in I'm not into this war. Yeah. I mean, they're so fucking feeble-minded. They think if you're anti-war, you're anti uh military. And it, it, all you have to do is look at them and say, "Okay, if we have a war, who will die? Which of us will die?" You and me who are sitting here arguing about this or the people who are enlisted? So tell me that I'm anti-the troops, as they love to call them, if I'm saying I don't want them deployed in a fucking war for oil or, or some kind of, you know, uh, e- you know, egotistic stroke to vindicate daddy or whatever, you know? Well, I spent yesterday morning reading that whole New Yorker article, and if you go through it, if you get to read it, don't miss it. Yeah. Because it chronicles how Fox News was built as part of the Rupert Murdoch attempt to take over America media like he did uh, British media. Yeah. Australian media. Yes. Yeah, and how, I, did. No, I, right. I, I, I actually do have some audio for this that I want to play in in the third hour, Joe. So if you want, uh, uh, just hold that for a second because I need to get to um, shit. No, we're not going to have time to play it now. Um, but uh, we're going to be talking about that more. But we, sh- we should go to break now. But hold that thought on that, Joe, because I do have audio on that, so obviously you'll remember it. But there's some other important audio from Katie Turr we need to hear later. Mm-hmm. And um, but let, no, let, me, let me play this uh, because uh, it's um, yeah, it's only two minutes long. But um, uh, and and we won't have a lot of time for commentary because uh, hey, we have a special reverse call-in tonight. Caitlin Chris is back, everybody. She's going to be on reverse call-in tonight. We're going to talk about. Hey, happy Fat Tuesday. Happy Mardi Gras, everybody. I had some poonchki. I had some poonchki yesterday. Um, I got them a no day fat, early. No I had to eat no them when they were shaming. fresh. No, no not fat at all. Shaming. But listen to this. Uh, uh, Roger Stone, since we brought him up, uh, Roger Stone very likely is going to jail. Um, this is Ari Melber with former federal prosecutor John Flannery on uh, the latest antics of the uh, pinhead Roger Stone. In the Mueller probe, a new filing regarding Roger Stone. I'm joined by former federal prosecutor John Flannery. Uh, What did Mueller file late today and and what will it do in your view? Well, uh, he filed a notice about the government's side of the question whether or not uh, Mr. Roger Stone had violated the court's gag order not to say anything about the prosecutor or the prosecution in any media at all, including Instagram. And it turns out that even as he was standing before the judge, he had written a book with a new introduction, and the introduction talked about how crooked Mueller was put him on his hit list, among right. other things. And so when, addition, Mueller, yeah, when Mueller tells the judge, Stone's talking about the case, do you think that makes it more likely this judge will jail Stone? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, in fact, the judge said at the last hearing when the judge wasn't happy about having a target next to her picture in an Instagram uh, publication by Mr. Stone, she said, 
This is the last time. So if she stands by what she said in the last hearing, uh, I hope he brought his toothbrush uh, when he goes to, I hope he brings his toothbrush when he goes to court, because I think he's going to the slammer this time. And the filing doesn't have Mueller saying, send him to jail. It just says, hey, look at what he said. Do you view that, though, as comparably similar? I think it's a haiku. I think the, <laughs> every good advocate knows his or her or its judge. And in this case, the judge couldn't have made it more clear that this kind of conduct was not good. So what they did was they right. said, here's the ammunition, Your Honor. Take a look at these two excerpts on Google Books and right. on Amazon. And here's a picture that he put on Instagram two days after you asked for this hearing. Right. And as you not know, good stuff. and anyone following it knows, this was, as you say, the judge who told, who told Stone to knock it off, no more shots. We're going to keep an eye on it. Quite a development. Yeah, so Roger Stone totally thinks he's completely fucking untouchable. I -hmm. hope this judge fucking comes down on him like a ton of goddamn bricks. Ah, because I, 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 seriously, what a smug piece of human filth. I'm sorry, I said human. What a smug piece of filth. He's a shit. He really thinks. He's a he's garbage wrapped in skin. Is Roger Stone? He really thinks he's above the law. I mean, he really is the idea of um, patriarchy, to be honest with you. getting back to Sarah Kunzior again. Yes. When you you normalize this. Normalize this kind of stuff for decades, which we did hit him since Nixon. Uh, They get get used to being getting away with this shit. We never called them on it. Yeah, it, it, basically, know, uh, he'd been committing crimes, uh, uh, you know, uh, committing crimes that, that he got away with forever, and then the crime actually. training wheels came off with Trump. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, one hopefully, of the things is that when it comes, I'm sorry, and hopefully the, the his little bike's going to tip and he's going to scru- scuff mm-hmm. his knee. Um, go ahead, Rain. You get the last word. Man, we got to hit the green news Wait. report. My, my my last word on this is that, you know, back in the 70s and the early 80s when when Manafort and Stone and, and so many other people were pulling. Actually, yeah, it was the 70s. They were pulling this shit. It, it wasn't taken seriously. They were looked at as right-wing crackpots. And somehow, here we are in 2019, and these right-wing crackpots are mainstream conservatives. Yeah. Bingo. I mean, so, you know, you go back to it then. It, it, this you're is, right. This is where we are. You're right. And uh, again, normalizing criminality. Just because it's white crime doesn't mean it's not fucking crime. Get on this shit, mainstream media. Stop fucking booking people just for access. Because they're part of, you know, and stop ignoring that they're part of a goddamn criminal cabal. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm going to take an extra blood pressure pill tonight. Um, (laughs) I just, I find it sad that somehow the likes of Roger Stone and, and and thank God so far not. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say, um, what's his face? Uh, Infowars dude. Alex Jones. Alex Jones hasn't yet become totally normalized. But we should never, and when I say we, ain't my fault. I was born yeah. in 1967. Royal we. People allowed that motherfucker to yeah. become normalized. 
All right. On, on that note, break time. Green News Report coming up. Don't worry. Be happy. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. I would I would describe the damage that, that we have seen in the area as catastrophic. Heartbreaking tragedy as powerful tornadoes rip across Alabama. Down Under shatters its record for hottest summer ever. Plus... Our country's next mission must be to rise up to the most urgent challenge of our time, defeating climate change. The 2020 Democratic presidential race keeps growing with pledges to act on climate change. All of those pledges and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. They want to take away your hamburgers. This is what Stalin dreamt about. Well, Sebastian Gorka must have read a different Green New Deal than I did. Wow. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the far-right extremist Republicans at CPAC over the weekend were just insane even as a tornado was ripping across Alabama. Yes, it's really strange. Republicans seem to be increasingly panicked about the Democrats' Green New Deal resolution to create millions of jobs by addressing climate change with the speed and scope scientists say is necessary to avoid catastrophe. Well, in Gorka's case, he's no longer in the White House. He's just out there being a propaganda shill. But Mark Meadows, a a senior Republican in the U.S. House of Representatives, had this to say. You know, with this Green New Deal, they're trying to get rid of all the cows. But I've got good news. Chick-fil-A stock will go way up because we're going to be eating more chicken. All right. I mean, so. uh, Wow. They're trying to get rid of all the cows. Yeah. That's what the quality of their commentary is. I guess it is. But on to the real news. Heartbreaking tragedy in Lee County, Alabama, after at least two tornadoes struck on Sunday. One, a powerful EF4 tornado that killed at least 23 people, including children as young as six. Now, while it is not unusual for that region to see tornadoes this early in March, climate scientists have documented a growing trend in the southeastern U.S. that clusters of tornadoes do seem to be occurring more frequently and that the number of tornadoes that occur per outbreak also seems to be increasing. And the intensity of these storms, this tornado was anywhere from a half a mile to a mile wide and stayed on the ground for many miles. And that extreme weather is continuing around the world. In Australia, they just shattered their record for the hottest summer nationally, breaking its previous record for the hottest summer ever recorded, set in 2013. Australia's Bureau of Meteorology predicts more heat extremes are in store due to man made global warming. But wait, there is more. At least nine other nations also broke their all-time daily and monthly February high temperature records last month, which scientists say would have been extremely unlikely to have happened without global warming. Yeah, but we could all pretend the Democrats want to ban cows, so there's that. In the meantime, in politics, the Republican-controlled U.S. Senate confirmed former coal lobbyist Andrew Wheeler late last week in the U.S. Senate to be the official 
Donald Trump Environmental Protection Agency Administrator, formally replacing scandal-plagued Scott Pruitt. As acting EPA chief, Wheeler has been busy rolling back numerous pollution standards and delaying setting rules for toxic pesticides and cancer-causing chemicals in the nation's water supply. Well, it sounds like he's doing a fine job replacing Scott Pruitt. And the 2020 Democratic presidential race keeps growing. Former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper and current Washington State Governor Jay Inslee have both officially announced they are running for the Democratic presidential nomination. All of the official Democratic candidates so far accept the science of man-made climate change and the necessity for action, but they differ on how. Hickenlooper says he believes he can heal the nation's political divisions. The divisions keeping us from addressing big issues like climate change and the soaring costs of of healthcare. But Colorado progressives criticized Hickenlooper's environmental record, saying he is too friendly to the state's very powerful oil and gas industry and allowed it to run roughshod over communities. Of course, I'm wondering where he stands on the Democratic proposal to ban all cows. Now, Washington State's Democratic Governor Jay Inslee wants to be the climate change candidate, citing surging economic gains and clean energy jobs in his state on Monday. Inslee said the U.S. must lead the world in solving climate change. We need a president who will say this. Uh, America is going to defeat climate change. It is our destiny. And we will do this. Well, we need a president who will not only say that, but who will actually do that. I think it's easier said than done, Governor. And I will say that the debate over the Green New Deal among Republicans and within the Democratic Party has generated more discussion about climate change on TV over the last month than I would say over the last five years. Yeah, it'll be nice if Inslee making that his top priority actually means we'll have a debate and a discussion about this throughout the campaign. Indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I never did believe them scientists anyhow. Now we can blame the cows. Sure is lots of hot This is Indy Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 horn. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. God bless the United States. Fuck! Fuck, 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 fuck! Oh! Anyway, <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do for the for the honky drop, so that's what we got. So that's a big surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., uh, the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, my brothers. Hello, my sister. And, uh, of course, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hey, you trouble. You, you want to find out who's in chat with us tonight? 
okay. All right, here we go. Hey, Joe. Go to screen with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have you take your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. Better, kid, don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. No kids like clowns, really. <clears throat> no, they're scary. Especially the strain oh, we have uh, in the cir- current circus. That's <laughs> true. Emmett, anyway. Kelly, Emmett Kelly, they ain't. No, Machine Gun Kelly, maybe. <laughs> there you go. All right, Joe, what All do you right. got? Let's see who we got. We got Adam Heber. We have Bobber. We have Caitlin Chris. Welcome back. Who will be joining us on Reverse Call-In momentarily. All right. We have Heather. We have J.C. Jay Collie. We have Kat. We have K.T. Kaser. We have Living on Long Island. We have Michelle in South Florida. Who... We had a great uh, time on Adam Hebert's show the other night talking about Game of Thrones. Hodor. Did did winter come? Hodor. It's coming, sweetie. It's coming. Winter's coming. I thought winter came. No. Well. See, if you don't watch the show, (laughs) you got no business. You got no business talking about it. I'm just asking. Hey, did I tell you who won the sports ball game the other day? No, I didn't. Because I don't know anything okay. about it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Anyway, it was a great, great conversation. It was. And it was. And Miles uh, we was have there, too. Moon Mayor. Huh? I said, and Miles was there, too. Miles was there, too. And Adam was there, too. And we. we Broke it all down. But we really, winter is finally really coming. Oh, it's it's. it's I, I thought it's it coming. came. Oh. Sorry, Ken. If you don't Ken, would watch you? the show, you wouldn't <laughs> understand. We have to send a White Walker to visit her. Okay. No, that's too much. Um, okay. So. Uh, we have Moon Mare, President. <laughs> we have Rain, who is going to have winter coming soon. <laughs> the Lannis says, send the regards. <laughs> yeah, the Lannis. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yes, we always pay our bills. Um, debts. Debts. Well, bills. <laughs> they didn't have bills back then. Debts. We always pay I our debts. I really thought winter came two years ago. Oh, my oh, God. Oh my, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> Will you stop with the winter? Winter came. Winter went. Now it's coming back. Okay. Okay. Holy okay. God. Thank you. It's coming Ken, back. Let's... That's all I needed you to know. You want to tell me about the long night, too, while you're at it, Rain? No. No. Okay. No. 
You want to fill me on on Azor? You want to tell me who Azora High is too? You want to let me know about that? <laughs> Prince who was promised. You, you know what? You want, you're going to end up living with Craster. <laughs> oh no, no, that's that's too much. There. <laughs> I'm going to send you to live with Craster. That'll teach you. Talk about winter. Okay. Oh. Where was I? Oh, Moonmare. Sure is coming back. That's all. President Theo. Don't you. <laughs> this, is, this is getting tough. This is this sorry. Is <laughs> I'll have I Dad just... unadopt you. <laughs> maybe, maybe one night, Craster, Craster would 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 do it for her. Oh yeah, your dad could be Craster. That would be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, that um, would be wonderful. Um, all right, continue. All right, off topic. Go, go, uh, it's important, Paul, and and Trojan Rabbits. All right, that rounds up. Rounds it up. Rounds yeah. Up. So, but yeah. So next hour, I think uh, Rain will talk all about Game of Thrones. Hey, I got an idea. No. How about no? No. 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 no, no hey, no, I got an no, idea. No. How about no? I got an idea. No. How about no? Yeah. No. So you know, you know, you could get, you know, if you keep it up, Rain, you're going to get an invitation to the Red Wedding. Okay, I have questions about that too. God damn it. You really should watch the show. It's really good. I really it's really good. It is Seriously, really good. I don't like fantasy. I don't happen? like fantasy, and I love this show. Winter. Oh happened. my god! Oh my, oh my god! Now this winter thing. The whole show is like about red, winter red coming, and it's it is almost here, but it's not quite. It's kind of like it's kind of like Christmas is coming. In the final season, it's Christmas Day. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> I know. I know, Ken. Oh my god. We'll get we'll invite her to the red wedding and have Craster be her date. I didn't want to go to the red I Wow, that I... that's 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 too much right there. It's too well, much. Wow. Or we'll we'll sit her we'll sit her next. You just want me killed? We'll sit her next. To <laughs> no, no, Bolton. no, not at all. <laughs> we'll so, sit her next. Really? You'll, she'll be she'll be seated next to Ramsey. Shit! Now she can't watch the show to th to find out who all these people are. Don't watch the show, Rain. Never mind. I'm not going to watch the show. Okay. Joe just want me killed. Um, if you well, don't no, know, Ramsey's a wonderful man. You you would like him. <laughs> really, yeah. Joe? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He cooks mm -hmm. up a wonderful yeah. pork sauce. You know what? You know what? You know you know why you'd like Ramsey? Because he, he likes he likes he loves dogs. He does yeah. love dogs. I don't, I don't believe you. He loves dogs a lot. I don't believe you. I don't believe oh, you. Oh, it's true. Ask anyone who watches Game of Thrones, Ramsay. <laughs> and dogs, dogs really love him. They eat him up. Uh, no, so. <laughs> the dogs were killed or eaten. The dogs. Kenny's right. The dogs love him. Yeah. yeah. To death. I don't need to watch the show. All right, but you—you you, like I don't Ramsey. think there's anybody any birthdays, but it's funny. Moonmare says, "LOL, I've been named three times." <laughs> so, Moonmare, third of her name. Uh, so, <laughs> see, there you go, another Game of Thrones thing. Uh, so, so anyway, winter is coming again. Oh my God! You know, Kenny's gonna be like, "God damn it, rain!" Oh my, oh my God! Yeah, seriously. God! Now I'm gonna. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Jeez. 
this is about the road to the long winter. Kind of the you like. Oh. Anyway. All right, we gotta we gotta get to reverse calling here. Uh, I didn't see any birthdays, so. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get Caitlin Chris on the call. Come on, you can do it. Add to call, and let's let me play the uh, little jingle here. Reverse. Hello. All right, uh, Caitlin, you there? She's in. Hi. She's she's in the call, but she might have to get her microphone straightened out or something. It's been a while since she's been on, so you know. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, there you, you are. Hi, how Hi. are you? Hello. Long Hola. time no speak. How the hell have how the hell have you been? Not too bad. I yeah. just try. I just try to punch the punchki that that our local donut shop did, and yeah, I see your appeal. I I understand the appeal, Kenny. <laughs> oh yeah, nice, nice. What what uh what kinds? Of, oh, well, say hi to to Joe and Rain real quick. Hi Joe. Hi Rain. Hi girl. Hello. So your local baker, they have punchki, and what yep. were some? Uh, you bought some, right? Yeah, I, I, they only have the three flavors. It, it's Hertz Donuts, and they have um, <laughs> r- raspberry, strawberry, and Bavarian cream. And Teresa oh. and I had the um, Mo- Mo- Nova Moonlight, and I had the um, strawberry ones tonight. Oh Ooh. my god! Did you get a Bavarian cream? Yeah, oh. I, bu- I bought two of each. <laughs> Those are my favorites. The Bavarian cream are great, and yeah, if you're gonna freeze them. All you got to do is, it, you know, depending on how warm your kitchen is, you know, in in the s- spring and summer, they're going to thaw out a lot quicker. I just put them on mm-hmm. a plate and set them in the microwave so, you know, a fly doesn't land on it or a cat doesn't <laughs> try and get yeah. it, you know. So, yeah, you know, just stick it in the microwave on a plate and let it sit there for a couple hours and it'll thaw out. Um, yeah, yeah, but definitely don't try and heat them because... Because they're already something that's been cooked and then filled with like a cold cream, um, mm-hmm. you, you you can't you can't like defrost it in the microwave. I tried it once yeah, and it I've... was really fucking weird. <laughs> I can only oh. imagine. Yeah, like the dough it got all like soft and then there was a frozen lump of filling in the middle. It was bad. Oh, oh! I thought it ended up like a gremlin. <laughs> yeah, it also bit me. So. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because Caitlin, Chris, tell them the, the 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 subject line of your email you sent me today. Karen feeding of Punchki. Yes, the Karen feeding of Punchki. Because <laughs> uh, it's better than Karen feeding of penises. Oh, oh see, oh, look at you. Don't penis in this house. Uh, you know what? You it's know a pork sausage. I'm not a monster. Penises are fucking high maintenance. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give mine a perm every couple weeks. <laughs> Seriously, hi. <laughs> it depends on the owner of the penis. Don't say penis in this house. Oh, jeez. So, uh, but yeah, uh, but no. So, so what have you been up to? You, you, you've not, you haven't really been in the chat room a lot lately. Has your work schedule changed, or are you just? Uh, um, you... no, the work schedule's just been fine. I, I've just been. 
this whole thing with the orange meanie has really oh. worn me out. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. You I understand so, um, that. I usually, I usually listen to Turn Up on Delay, and yeah. I ended up getting really, 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 really delayed. As far I, I ended up being two months behind and then gradu- gradually caught up. Oh my god, um, that's dedication. Wow. I love you. Thank yes. you. That is. And we've had some fun so how's though. Ken, how's Ken Senior, Kenny? Um, he he's doing okay. I talked to him today. Um, you know, he's still working. He's start he's, you know doing his physical therapy now and stuff. It's a long road. You know, he's seventy. Uh, what seventy two? So it's it's a. Uh, it's a bit of a challenge for him, um, and you know, we'll you know once spring rolls around, we'll be going down to see him more often. But you know, I talk to him every couple of days, and um, but you know, it, he was in the hospital and then in the you know uh, the one facility I'm nursing home. I, I would say, for lack of a better term, for so long that you know his sleep schedule got all out of whack. And so now he he's in he's going to sleep as soon as I'm starting the show now. But he says uh-huh. he's going to try and get back in the chat room soon. But it's good because I would rather just him fucking get a you know solid good night's sleep and everything and you know. But there's there's a lot of lot of hurdles. But he's on his own and he's driving around and you know, um, you know he's oh, not he's, he's not driving. Bi- yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, he went to the doctor uh, yesterday and I called him today and asked him how things went. So. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. It's, it's an uphill battle, but, uh, he's tough and, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see how things shake out. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but well, you know, and it, but you've seen, we've been, we've tried to mix it up on the show too. You see, we, I've been trying to develop more games and stuff. Yeah. You know, and so we're trying. Joe and Rain, I enjoyed the, um. Wandering around upstate New York <laughs> from, from last week. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes three of us, Caitlin. <laughs> it, was, it was more. It was. It was more a matter of at least we weren't talking about the orange mini. No, oh, we were true. talking about the uh, middle finger lakes. <laughs> oh yeah, the finger lakes. Yeah. Don't knock the finger lakes. Yeah, they're they're nice. Just like don't the knock them till you try it. Everybody Are needs we to. Really gonna do this with the cat You need to go get fingered, Ken. Before you knock it, go get fingered, Ken. <laughs> need a good fingering before you can chime in on this. And if you love a good cat, and you want to skill it. <laughs> if you want to go on a fisting ex- <laughs> expedition, oh, you no, need to go no. to the Finger Lakes. <laughs> Thanks, Bobber, for that. <laughs> for misreading. <laughs> Thank you, Bobber, for misreading something Joe typed in our production chat earlier. <laughs> but fisting ex- ex- something expedition. Bobber so. saw the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go get yourself fingered. Um... <laughs> So anyway, little finger. Yeah. Little oh finger. The middle finger lakes, and we're not going to talk about the Hudson Valley, which is pretty much the middle finger from everything south. Anyway. Shit, we got a sequel <laughs> brewing here, folks. Place. The Hudson Valley is beautiful. They have some of the best culinary. You know, Ken, there's some something you would like <laughs> in the Hudson Valley. 
They have oh, the culinary. Hang on, hang on one second. I, I hang on. I walked out of the room because I was so excited. Hold on, let me come back. <laughs> oh jeez. I'm so. I'm just kidding. I just turned. I just turned my head. I'm just being an asshole. So. I knew that. <laughs> I, knew that. I knew what you did. I didn't think you walked out. Are stick. you going to talk about the Culinary Institute of America? Yes, I was. Am I right or am I right? You are right. Wouldn't Kenny love that? Yeah, he would. Yeah, it's, yeah he would actually. It's school. You could eat there, Kent. You could. Eat, they they actually have times when when uh, they have uh, you can make reservations and actually have dinner at the Culinary Institute. Oh my! In the Hudson Valley, one of the great cooking schools in America. Oh my! America! Oh my, oh my America. goodness! <laughs> uh yeah where where did uh where did america fuck yeah go um yeah uh, oh goodness there are times when oh i really miss goodness. new york oh my goodness <laughs> have you been to the culinary institute uh, at all me yes yes isn't it yes. wonderful yes it got is any biscuits for my, my younger sister um <laughs> dated biscuits. dated the guy who graduated at at the top of his class. Yeah, can we see his grades? Yeah, no. See his can't. Hey, can we see his There we go. <laughs> can we see his pushkies? No, no, we can't. <laughs> yeah, that, we that's can't. a that's a very private that, that is a very private question, Joe. You don't <laughs> just ask to see somebody's poonchkies. You have to be invited. <laughs> you have great history chef, my you friend. You have to be invited. Pushkies. You have to be invited to put your eyeballs on somebody's poonchkis. Am I mistaken, or are poonchkis starting to pop up everywhere now? Uh, you know yes. what? I, I think, think they are. Wrong. No, I, th- well, I think big. they always were big in Scranton. Well, they've Scranton always been the big. You know, world. yeah, they've always been big in like you know the Polish areas of Cleveland mm-hmm. here. You know, in Parma sure. and stuff like that. So, right, um, but, I, but I'm in Des Moines, and in uh, uh, the um, grocery chain High V. Didn't have them last year, and they do now. So I no, I I think that you're right about this. I've got a friend who's in in Buffalo, and he's doing. He is literally going to be like, I'm going to brew a punchki beer. No, they're everywhere now. Well, yeah, well, he should do a poppy seed punchki beer. That would probably be be oh. a good beer if you could brew with uh, poppy seeds. Um, but I got to ask you real quick. Yeah, how do you right. spell? How do you spell that grocery store name? High V. H Y V E E. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I thought it was you were going to say H I V. So, what I understand that would be a terrible spelling. Is, um, th- there were two people. I think one of them was named High, and the other one was V something. But I, I read it. I read about it once, and then promptly forgot about it because the grocery store is pretty decent, and that's yeah. all I need to know. <laughs> No, that's okay. I just was like, you you said high V, and I'm like, I've never heard of it before. And I was like, I heard H I, like, hi, uh, and the letter V. And I'm like, please tell me that that store is not called H I V. No. That is just wrong. No. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll buzz myself for ever letting the thought enter my mind. I was going to ask you to do that. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and like, actually, like, I meant to yourself. buzz you guys for talking about the goddamn finger lakes again. It's a goddamn much. How? <laughs> oh. Never again. Not on these airwaves. You're done. I'm glad you got it all out of your system. So. Oh, the cat skills. Oh. Do not mock the cat skills. I'm not mocking them. Sounds like I they kill cats. I, I have uh, I, what? some of the greatest jokes I've heard are about the cat skills. Cats <sighs> kills. These people. Yeah. Killing cats. <laughs> I don't like it. No. No, the cat skills. No. <laughs> How many cats did you guys kill? I didn't kill any cats. <laughs> all right Caitlin, I didn't Chris. kill any cats have you ever been to the Catskills the Catskills were I'm just right. I, being I ridiculous nothing. I'm just trying to be ridiculous but anyway Caitlin Chris <laughs> uh, thank you for, for being on the show with us tonight and uh, yeah. putting up with our, our, our you, did, you, you did not deserve this Caitlin you did not deserve this I'm working on I'm working on uh, I want to do a show that's all games one night. Like, I want to pick a show, like when I'm on vacation or something like that, where I set up a show and it's all of the games we've ever played on the show, plus Mad Libs, where we do who goes there, what the hell is that sound, uh, name what the hell is that fucking price, uh, you know, uh, Mad Libs, everything. I want to do it all. I want to do it all. I've got some great ideas for, for different variations on the games. So I think uh, um, that'll be a huge celebration uh, for Turn Up the Night. For uh, I'll make some kind of arbitrary excuse, like it's the some kind of anniversary of something we did sometime. I don't know. <laughs> anniversary of the show we did on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it'll be the anniversary of the closing of Trump University. Trump University. Go pricks. There we go. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, uh, but yeah, we'll do something. It, closing the Trump Foundation. Ooh, oh. when, how far? Away, well, that that might be too far away. Um, we'll see. Uh, or maybe we could we could do uh, a one year anniversary of Michelle Wolf scaring Republicans so bad that they had to stop having comedians at the White House Correspondents <laughs> Dinner. Smoke coming eyes. up. That's coming. Is that an is that in April? The correspondence. I think dinner? so. I think it is. All right. Well, we'll have to do our own funny to make up for the lack of, since uh, everybody's too big of a, a wuss to to have a comedian. There we go. So, um, all right. Well, uh, Caitlin, Chris, you got anything else on uh, before we let you go? Nope. I pretty much covered it. All right. Did you want to say penis one more time? Don't say penis in this house! I think you did it for me, Kenny. There we go. No, he didn't. Say it. Say it. Do it. Come on. All right, penis. Don't penis. say penis in this house! All right. Uh, all right, Kayla, Chris, uh, we love you. Enjoy the poonch key. Uh, tell Nova we said hi, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. 99. Bye. Bye. Uh, All right, folks. We're going to go ahead and, um, and I don't know if I did, I think I might have done a dumb thing. I'm going to, I'm going to try and get everybody's opinion here after the break. 
Uh, but it's it and it's it, I'm gonna blame Francie a little bit, not too much, but a little bit. Anyway, and and yes, and I'm and from here on out, a ban on ever talking about the Finger Lakes or the Catskills or what? Mount Pleasant or. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just. It's a shtick. It's a shtick. Uh, I enjoy hearing about this too. I just feel left out. Uh, so, you know, it's sad for me. Hello, darkness, my old friend. All right. Well, thanks, Caitlin, Chris. That was a lot of fun. We're going to run to the break when we come back. we got some more audio to get through. And we'll do at least one Mad Lib tonight uh, just to reward all of our kind listeners. We'll be right back with more Turn Up Tonight right after this. Now that you become acquainted with the enlightened Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick system, in contrast to the outdated capitalistic way of life, you are now prepared for the next step of your indoctrination, which will be most difficult. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Fucking thing sucks! Welcome! To another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. You're the dick in this scenario. How does that feel? A taste of your own dick medicine. Uh, the only reason I played that clip is because Moon Bear said, is speaking of that word we're not allowed to say in this house, she says, I was watching a house hunter show set in New Zealand. Imagine my shock when the realtor said, I especially want you to see this really big dick. And uh, she said, uh, of course, deck in a Kiwi accent. So uh, so I played this clip of uh, one of the characters from uh, Flight of the Concords, uh, their New Zealand characters. You're the dick in this scenario. How does that feel? A taste of your own dick medicine. So dick and deck sound exactly the same in, in Kiwi. So, uh, welcome back to the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., who will never, ever speak of the Finger Lakes again on this program. <laughs> and never give her commentary on Game of Thrones again. <laughs> Rain, are you there? Are you? Did I, did, I, did I push her over the line? Maybe she's still out there on, on break. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, anyway, anybody, every way. Um, yeah, so welcome back, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Stop talking about all that shit, man. Seriously. For the good of the show. Maybe she, <laughs> maybe she ran into Ramsey Bolton. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Um, don't eat the pork sausage. 
Um, and no, no. <laughs> Rain, are you back? Are you back, Rain? I'm back. Oh, there you I'm are. Back. So, all right. Well, what welcome back. You, what are you two talking about? Um, you're the dick pork, in this scenario. How does that feel? A taste of your own dick medicine. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So. Dear God. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get back to the audio. I, I got a bunch of audio I want to get to before uh, we, we go too long here. And it's all pretty much on topic where we've been. Um, and uh, thank you again, Caitlin, Chris. It, 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 we, we really do miss you. Uh, and I know uh, Trump. Trump will get you down, but you know, let's let's work towards doing some more fun stuff on this show, because uh, we can't change the world here. Uh, but you know, we can rage from time to time. This is one of those shows. Um, but uh, let's uh, let's listen to this one uh, from Katie Turr, and something Trump said at uh, D Bag CPAC um, hat tip Stephen Colbert. Uh, Katie Turr, uh, it, it starts off with uh, an oldie but a goodie from Trump from the the campaign trail uh, where he, he uh, decided to enlist Russia uh, to help him win the, uh, the presidency. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. Welcome back. President Trump has a new explanation for that infamous moment during the campaign. He told the crowd at a conservative conference this weekend that it was all just a joke. If you tell a joke, if you're sarcastic, if you're having fun with the audience, if you're in live television with millions of people and 25,000 people in an arena, and if you say something like, uh, Russia, please, if you can, get uh, us uh, Hillary Clinton's yeah. emails. Please, Russia, please. He didn't say that at a rally. He said that at a news conference in front of a bunch of reporters in the middle of the Democratic National Convention after DNC emails were already le- being leaked. But in the moment, I pressed candidate Trump on that two and a half years ago and asked him, basically, were you joking? Here's what he said. Do you have any qualms about asking a foreign government, Russia, China, anybody, to interfere, to hack into a system of anybody's in this country, this let alone the president, Let the president talk to him. Look, here's the problem. No, no, you just, you just okay. called Katie, for it a moment ago, Mr. Trump. You said the Russians, he I welcome no you to find respect. those. You said, I welcome them to find those 30,000 emails. Well, they probably have them. I'd like to have them released. Does that not give you pause? No, it gives me no pause. Gave him no pause. With me now is Ambassador Michael McFall, former U.S. Ambassador to Russia, and now an MSNBC international affairs analyst. The president's trying to say it's a big joke. I was there in the moment. He wasn't joking. I gave him an out. He did not take that out as a joke. What were the Russians yep. thinking at the time? They're thinking that, that their work was helping Trump to win. Uh, WikiLeaks, yeah. their data dump, the, the, the conversation about the emails and linking it to the 30,000 missing emails that President then candidate Trump did very deliberately. That was all part of a messaging, uh, a negative messaging against uh, Secretary Clinton. And the Russians played the instrumental role in that. Without the Russians, that wouldn't have happened. When they heard that, I think they're thinking, oh, our strategy has been working here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we've said it all along. I don't know if you guys remember this, um, because at one point Trump had said before that he was joking or, or maybe it was 
spicy or maybe it was hickabilly slanders somebody said trump trump was joking he was being sarcastic and i made the offhanded remark that and you know vladimir putin and the kremlin are especially known for their appreciation of american sarcasm because you know, and he said in in at CPAC, he's like, you know, I and what I said was, oh Russia, totally. If you just want to get the emails, it would be totes awesome. You know, just mocked it up and everything. There's the audio again from the beginning. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the thirty thousand emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. Okay. There was no sarcasm there. No sarcasm. No. And he and no, he, he jazzed it up. Serious. He jazzed it up at CPAC, you know. Oh, look, I was totally being sarcastic. No, that wasn't your fucking tone at all. A translator, a Russian translator, what's the cue there? For them, is it your follow up with Katie Turr, where she asked you, uh, it, it, you know, if if that you should give pause to a moment like that? No, he followed it up and he said, no, 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 these need to be released. They need to be released. The president is, you know, he he accused Obama of covering shit up. You know, so there was no joke. There was no joke. So he was lying. Yeah, get out of town. Matt Schlapp said he never <laughs> lies. I mean, here seriously, Katie Turr said she she questioned him, and he he said again. The follow up was he said, "Yeah, I really want them released." He said, "I want those thirty thousand emails released." Yeah, and so you know, going back to this weekend when he was <laughs> this stupid dumb ass crappy grifter i was just joking doesn't anybody get a joke fuck him fuck him fuck mm-hmm. fuck 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 him oh, oh absolutely too much no that's the perfect oh. amount joe uh give us your thoughts on this i was, <clears throat> I was just thinking a match slap i would oh, like God. to slap match slap Say that real fast. Slap, match, slap, slap, match, slap. slap, slap. Match, I can see I screwed it up already. Uh, yeah, I mean, Katie Tur gave him the, the perfect out. She did. That was the point at which you'd say, oh, come on, Katie, don't take me so seriously. I was only kidding. But he didn't. He didn't say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them. I'd like to see uh I like to see them all. Uh, I like to see the. I like to see my access Hollywood tape buried. Uh, I don't want you to see my uh, SAT scores. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, he was serious. He I, I absolutely remember, was. Exactly I remember was talking to I remember, Katie Tur, right, Joe? Right. She gave him an out. She says, "You really, you know, you, you, don't you put, have pause here?" Now that would be the point where I would say, oh, "Now." Katie, I'm only kidding. Of course, I have pause, but no, no. You're a he serious persisted. person. He persisted. 
Oh, he thought. Oh, he thought she was asking if he if if he had paws like a, like a cat or a dog. Like a cat. So. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I just have no, really itty bitty hands. The longest fingers. I have so the longest huge. fingers. Huge. Yeah, bigly. <laughs> I mean, but I remember. I remember tweeting. If you go back in the tweet archives, mm-hmm. you will find a tweet of mine. When I, I was watching that news conference live, and I remember tweeting. He just asked the foreign country to hack into the State Department's emails. Yeah, he did. He did. I yeah. that. I said he just he just asked a foreign adversary to hack our State Department. Yeah. Yes. So that's in essence what they would have to do to get her emails. Hack our State Department. I don't know if you were part of the show at that point, but I, I remember wasn't. saying that same thing. Mm-hmm. I tweeted it. Yeah, I, 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 those th- we all were saying that at that time, and and good on you for for tweeting it out and having it on record. Um, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I would honestly uh, love to go back and see what we said. I might have to go back through the archive and find out what when he said that and what show was closest by and and see everybody's see uh, mine and Rain's reactions to that. So. Mm. Mm, uh, mm, mm. I, I would love to. Uh, l- 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 let me try and revisit that for Friday, um, and okay. we'll find that. So, uh, it, it, it's it's usually pretty easy because all our shows are dated over on SoundCloud. I think at the time I was uh, filling in for various people. Yeah, you were part of the show here and there the, for sure. That was fa- that was the fall of sixteen, and that was it was that that November that I joined the. The show yeah. full time mm-hmm. was around that time. So, and I think I was you had me subbing uh, quite frequently. So I might have been. I might have. You might have been. Show you might have been. So the, the fact that the fact that Trump at CPAC was trying to make it sound like he was just joking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 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 I, I want to punch him. I want to punch him because. You're trying to say it was a joke, and you, all, you, Ken, all of us, we all know that wasn't a joke. Not We're at not all. Stupid people. Mm-mm. He meant exactly what he said, and now he's trying to come around. Here it is, three years later, being like it was a joke. It was just, you know, you know, you remember that time when I punched that kid in the face? It was, it was supposed to be Whoa, like funny stuff. Totes kidding. Totes kidding. Yeah. Um, and the most important thing about this is even if it was a joke, there was no, and, and I swear to God, I probably said something around uh, almost exactly like this when it first happened. Even if it was a joke, tell me where, what the cue is that the Russian translator has to let Putin and the Kremlin know that it was a joke because if you don't believe that they weren't hanging on every word that was going on that was against hillary clinton yeah that you know that the kremlin the russia the the the, the troll farms all that you're dreaming oh that's right it was in july of 16 you know why because it was mentioned in one of the indictments oh yeah recall yeah 
it was in one of the indictments that they, they noted that hours after he made that remark, the hacks began. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, it was July of six. Well, it was right before the, the national convention. Well, yeah. Joe, Joe. Yeah, to be fair, of all, all of those hacks were also jokes. Oh, okay. I, I jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So because, those hacks were just he was, jokes. That was a press conference he was holding be, right before the Democratic National Convention started. <sighs> so that was in July of sixteen when he made that. And I remember in that indictment of Mueller's, Mueller noting in the indictment that it was a mere hours after that that yeah. uh, press conference that the hack that they there was an, a hack attack on um, on Podesta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and quite honestly, Joe, whenever that one one of those indictments came out, it was it was actually Katie Chur was like. Here is the timeline. I was in the room where it happened. Mm-hmm. Right. I. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was. You know um, what I'm talking about, Joe, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm mentioning the I mean, indictment. I think that was one of his first. You know, one of the first indictments, and she's like, "Oh, oh, oh." Yeah, the I was there when it happened. And it was notable that he would, that Mueller would mention the relationship in time of that news conference and the beginning of the Russian hack. Yeah. Very notable. Mm-hmm. I think it's important, and it's really hard for us to do this as our show, but I do think it's going to be important going forward to kind of revisit some of this stuff. Oh, it's real because important. I I agree. I, it's just so much stuff has happened in the past two or three years. Two years mm-hmm. since Mueller was appointed, right? Or Mueller? Sorry. That's all right. It's it. I I just think it's important because, good lord. You know, if if any of our hot mess. Yeah, if if anybody, if you guys or any of our listeners as shit like this comes back to haunt this administration, if you want to f- look at the things that are coming back and you want to go back through the last 3 or 4 years of turn up the night over on SoundCloud and just peruse, you know, skip around on some of the things and see what we're saying and say, "Kenny, oh shit, this is what you said on, you know, on this show, just send me the the date of the show in the rough time signature, and I'll get the audio. Because, I mean, that's that's the glory of having a show like this. Is you know we've we've gone back and we, but you know this this could be big to go back and, and revisit. Um, yeah, I, because I agree. Uh, because you know, and I, I'd love to go back and see what we were saying about Manafort too. Uh, because I know we have shows where we talked about Manafort years ago. Um, cause I, yeah, I, mean, I would, <laughs> that yeah. was the first fucking real big tell. Oh, I forgot. I was going to tell, I was going to blame Francie for something. Um, I <laughs> opened up, she sent me a, uh, uh, a, a Donald Trump crying. Um, it's an air freshener 
And it's Donald Trump in an orange jumpsuit that's peed himself and he's handcuffed and crying and has very tiny hands. And it smells like orange. And I finally just opened it up and hung it up in my room here. And it's a car air freshener. It doesn't smell bad, but I don't know. Should I have a car air freshener in my studio? What do you guys think? I think it's unhealthy. I. It's a bigger room than a car. Oh, okay. I've been so. in that room. Um, is it Donald Trump and urine and orange? It No, it just smells like orange, but the drawing, it's a cartoon drawing of Donald Trump crying in, an, in a, in a urine-soaked uh, orange jumpsuit and handcuffs. Okay. I, yeah, all right. I'm not going to judge. It just smells like orange. It smells like, you know. It's going to smell like urine eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. And then eventually ammonia. So there. Well, there you go. So. Just have that feel. Um. Um, so sorry. Also, Will Will from Chicago. Uh, I'm sorry to hear about your aunt Jackie. Uh, he said she'd been ill for a while, and oh. Uh, oh. and he says technically she's his uh, cousin George's wife. However, George was Uncle George, as he was only uh, five years older than his dad. Uh, so I'm really sorry to hear about that, Will. Uh, my condolences uh, to you and your family. Uh, be well. Um, but we should, we should probably get going to the break. I've got one more bit of audio and a couple Mad Libs, maybe two bits of audio. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Some of this audio can wait. Um, but, uh, actually some of it's completely non-essential. We've gotten through a lot of good stuff here. Uh, but anyway, uh, let, let's go ahead and, and, and run to the break and, um, Let's play a nice song for the nice people from Bobber. Uh, we'll play the, the Heart because that that that's my favorite song Bobber has done. I gotta say, Rain, where does that rank for you with Bobber's songs? Um, is it up there? I, I, yeah, it is up there. Mm-hmm. There is a couple of songs that he wrote that isn't for public. Listening. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hey now. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. No, I but, do. I love that yeah. song. It's yeah, really good. It's a good song. All right. Uh, all right. Well, cool. We're going to go ahead and go to the break. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, get to a little bit more news and some Mad Libs and wrap things up on this this here Tuesday. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And special thanks to a little special somewhere in Texas. I'm not real sure where. Um, but our good friend Kim Williams, the founder of Indie Media Weekly, really pulled our fat out of the fire this uh, uh, yesterday. Because we had a major, major issue with the website. Adam was doing some updates on it. And he got locked out. And basically, I was like, "Shit, get the fuck out! We're all dead." You know, I was, I was really, really, I was really upset because I thought we lost like everything for the website. Um, yeah, this was me. Uh, oh shit! Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Go! Get the fuck out of here! You stupid idiot! Fuck! We're all dead! Get the yeah. fuck out! That's what it was. We set up like a temper. You know, we were scrambling on Sunday trying to figure out some kind of solution to the to the problem with the website we couldn't get in um and uh um uh, and uh we, we set up a temporary website that looked like well adam did it but it still it wasn't nearly the glory of indie media weekly and i know we're talking about rebranding and stuff and going to radio for humans which i think is more appropriate for what we do here um, uh, but, uh, but that wasn't the way I wanted to do it. And it was scary and it was, it was depressing. I, I, I was real, I really, really, really just, you know, it happened late Saturday night and it just totally threw me into a funk, but Kim, thank you. You're my sister. I love you. Thank you so much for helping us out. And, uh, and, and we're going to get her. Fortunately, because of this, we actually were able to reconnect. I, uh, you know, 
she had sent me some emails last year to my old email account. She didn't have my new one because I, I, I will admit I was a little negligent on how I went over to Proton Mail from Yahoo. Um, and, uh, and I felt bad cause I was like, oh, here's the dickhead finally responding to your, uh, emails, you know, seven months later, uh, that I saw here, but it, she was really cool about it. Really great. And, uh, and I want to help her promote some of the things she's working on. And, uh, she was like, oh my God, the Dems are totally going to grind his nuts into, uh, in tr dr uh, grind Trump's nuts into powder and send them to Putin, aren't they? And I was like, well, it's kind of looking like that. So I like that little bit of optimism. Um, we'll see. But uh, yeah, but I want to get her on and help her promote Pibble Mart and, and other stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking next Monday and uh, seeing what we can put in place. So that should be fun. Yay. Uh, and get her back on the show. Uh, so I would love to talk to Kim again. Oh, she, she's wonderful. She's wonderful. And I told her, I said, we are having the most fun on Turn Up the Night we've ever had with Rain and Joe. Uh, and and I, I didn't I didn't mean to leave Bobber out, but, you know, Bobber's on one day a week, so he's only half as important. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know what? I don't think he's listening, but I think he would agree. Yeah. I mean, no. he's only on for two hours a week. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, but no, I, I but I, I'm just teasing, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, so hopefully in, maybe we'll see if she wants to, you know, start coming on, uh, in some kind of semi-regular capacity or something. We'll see. Uh, I would welcome that. I would welcome that at the very least. We're going to, I, I remember want to start Kim actually wanted me to do a podcast and I was like, no. And then it turns out you ended up doing a podcast. I know. Right well, with you, I mm -hmm. didn't want to be in charge of one. Yeah, yeah. And you actually and did, was did on two our... on this network, so yeah. And and she all the our, food podcasts show. too. Oh yeah, yeah. She was on several uh, Tim, times. Tim's show a few times for sure. In fact, so. I did a clown car on uh, some biblical reference, and she thought that I should do a whole series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my totally. Kim. <laughs> yep. So, all right, let's get to, um, I think this is probably the last bit of audio we're going to have time to get to. It's kind of long. Before you do that, before you do that, Ken, huh? uh -uh. I did, I did post a link in the, in the chat. Mm -hmm. I found the, the, um, the, uh, the episode of turn up the night that we discussed the, uh, the hack. Cause oh. that, he did that on J July 27th. And you did a show on July 29th, and guess who was on the show? Kenny, Tom Schaefer, Joe Santorsa, sitting in for Rain, <laughs> <laughs> and P.S. Mueller. Oh, and, uh, wow. Yeah, and, and, and your description here says, Orange Julius encourages Russia to hack American interests, and they do. <laughs> so I put the link there. Yeah. Nice. And uh, we also talk about the highlights of the DNC and the latest lowlife antics from Donald Comrade Comover Trumpsky. There you go. So, <laughs> um, and uh, Good oh, it, Mark Levin actually earns an amen from the Turn Up the Night crew. He probably wow. said something bad about Trumper. No, <laughs> oh. he was mad at Trump at the time, if you recall, Mark Levin. Mark Levin, Master Shake. Yeah, he was mad. He was uh, mad. <laughs> he was. 
So, all right, uh, let's go ahead and get to this audio. This is Chris Cuomo with, oh, everybody's favorite punchable. Uh, and he looked green. This guy, Corey Lewandowski, looked green on the split screen <laughs> with yes. Chris Cuomo. He seriously yeah. looked like he got got into some bad spray t- spray tan. Like it was mixed with like, <laughs> you know, it, it was like moldy spray tan, and he got it. He seriously looked green. He got into the the brown spray tan. <laughs> Uh, it's poorly manufactured. Stay away from the brown state. Huh? <laughs> uh, it's just bad acid. Uh, you know, you don't want to. You don't want to get into that. Brown acid, man. Manufactured poorly. Manufactured poorly. All right. So here's Chris Cuomo. This is a long clip. Chris Cuomo, Corey Lewandowski, about the New Yorker article about. Shocker, everybody. I know you're going to be really surprised to hear this. Uh, uh, Apparently, Fox News is Trump propaganda TV. What? Yeah. Um, And as Chris Cuomo says, no surprise, but great reporting. Um, And here's Chris Cuomo talking to Corey Lewandowski about it. And Lewandowski, oh, he's so punchable. The big story in The New Yorker. Uh, to me is not news. Great reporting. Great, great reporting, but not news. This uh, TV outlet, state TV, as I call them, Fox, in prime time, they say the president does. I've never seen anything like it. That's why I say Sean Hannity, never seen power like that in the media. The president does what he says. Are you worried about that? Well, Chris, we have, let, let's go back and point out the facts. Look, Bill Bradley during the uh, uh, Kennedy administration of the Washington Post was what? the go-to source. Ben Rhodes's brother, who's the deputy national security advisor under the Obama administration, his brother is the president of CBS News. So let's not no. point out my the fact brother that is this the governor is the of New York. Those are all individual yeah, cases. Chris, it's not a systemic up. effort Chris. of an entire network to do nothing but parrot the president's positions this and ignore insane. anything are, are that's bad saying, for him and attack other journalists who CBS, report differently. Chris, are we saying that CBS News didn't get special access to Barack Obama because the deputy national security advisor yes. was the president? Of course they did. Yeah. No, not like with did. Fox. The Washington Shut Post. Not like with Fox. Of he gives them did. all the Chris. interviews. He gives just Shut a handful to true. anybody else. Look, the, it's, it's true. This president has been Ooh. more accessible to the media than that's any president in modern He goes where he gets a pat on the back. And that's fine for a politician to seek safe warm waters that's what they do fine but for an entire organization to reward that is something different we've never seen anything well, Chris, of I, I don't think it's an entire organization Look. all right we're gonna pause it right shut there up. No. it's shut not it yeah <laughs> shut, shut, up. Up. shut up oh my god i don't care yeah, Lewandowski. Okay, so what was that? Somebody's cousin of somebody's brother-in-law of somebody's uncle worked at ABC. I, I could sit there and find a like a trace where I could be related to freaking Ed Koch, and Ed, this is stupid. <laughs> oh, if you it's if stupid. I found out you're related to the Koch brothers, though, wow, that's or oh. I probably could find out that. Yeah, you could which be. would what? Okay. Well, that would mean okay. Bob would be on six hours a week. Hello, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, this is a really stupid line of of. I, 
Lewandowski is basically. Don't help me out here. It's, you it's, read the article too, right? What you mean, the New Yorker? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Corey, all right. Let me ask you this, Joe. Mm-hmm. Did Corey Lewandowski completely mischaracterize what was said in that article? Of course, of, of course not. He's okay. a Trump supporter. They're always honest and straight shooters. Yeah, of course, he, of course, he mischaracterized because she. It's a long article, but she paints a very detailed picture, all the way back to the seventies of how yes. how this whole thing developed. Yes, and 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 morphed into Trump TV. So yeah. So the idea that Corey Lewandowski said, "Oh, you're related to this person and this person and this person," he's trying to make this all about you know at, at nepotism, and, and that is not at all what that article was about. All I gotta say no, is, article- is 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 all uh, Obama and ABC News were synonymous for eight years. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Seriously, it, 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 do you guys remember that whole uh, the whole thing? You know what the hell? No, Obama, <laughs> Obama and and every news outlet was synonymous for eight years because he was the fucking president. Yes, yeah. So everything he did was was synonymous with news. Sure, it was I, new I, newsworthy I or I mean, scrutinized. With, with Cuomo or- saying that, oh yeah, I was. You know, I'm I'm the brother of the uh, the governor of New York. I got to tell you something. That didn't help. That did not help to counter the bullshit argument that Corey Lewandowski I, was it, pushing. I think it, it did a help. little bit. I think it did a little bit because, you know, uh, Cuomo was like, "Oh, well, I'm related to the governor of New York. Uh, I'm not here every night on this network." Uh, you know, espousing the the views of of my brother, and that's his brother. Yeah, well, you know, that's not like a brother in law or a cousin or whatever. I, I guess in that clip, I was waiting for Lewandowski to be like, you know what, dude, you're a liberal, whatever. <sighs> well, there's more. There's Sorry. more. Let, let's let's get through another minute or so of this. Because it's a long clip. So here we go. Shepard Smith is very critical of this president. Neil Cavuto is very critical of this president. Judge Napolitano has been very critical of the president on numerous occasions. So it's you not an entire network. You are picking individuals to make a case against the general from a management perspective. I know yes. Shep, I respect his work. Brett Baer. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole host of people that people don't even Chris know. Chris Wallace. Well, that I, know. Fox. I used to work tough, at Fox. She's a tough I know there are good people there. Correct. But in primetime TV... And from a management perspective, they are pawns for this president. And you know it. Mm-hmm. And you guys went yeah, crazy when one of our Chris. when one of our contributors gave questions and topic areas, whatever you want to call it, before a town hall where there is no opponent to mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton. You went nuts. Donna Brazil. Now you find well, out Fox Chris, gave look, debate her. questions to Donald Trump. Silence. Come on. I, look, I don't know that. I don't know when they gave him a debate question. I was never made aware of that. That never happened when oh, I was yeah. there. I can unequivocally say that. No. But look, you I can think unequivocally it's very say that say. you didn't know that they did that. You cannot say it didn't happen. Chris, Chris, I did. Read the report. I did the debate prep for 12 presidential primary debates 
Fox News did not give us one question. That's an, uh, that's an unequivocal fact. The report is wrong. Look, the report goes on to say that Sean Hannity and Bill Shines, you know, their, their kids are each other's godparents or whatever. That's also not true. So let's just not take every word that's in the New Yorker to be factually accurate. And by the way, as you know, Chris, you have relationships with people you work with at the building. All the time. And so it would make sense All the that time. you would have a relationship I have no problem with Shine. the workspace. I have no problem with Bill Shine and Sean Hannity being close, feeling like brothers. They work together. I have no problem with it. I'm talking about from a management perspective. What they do there is something we have never seen before. With All right. I, I'm going to pause that again. That's right. Did uh, he, he did not deny the fact that Trump got... The questions from Bill Ayers, uh, the debate he, questions. He it, it he did not deny it. He 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 parsed his words carefully. He said, "It's mm. I was uh, I was involved." He at first he said, "Not that I was aware of." Oh, I was in charge of twelve debate debate preps, and I can unequivocally say that never happened. I think what he said was during his debate preps or something, or he never saw them or whatever. Uh, but there's a lot of wiggle room in there for what oh, how sure. Lewandowski handled that and what actually really happened. First of all, yeah. the whole thing was surrounding the one question that uh, uh, Megan Kelly. Kelly asked that he was tipped off she was going to ask it, which was about you calling women fat pigs, et cetera, et cetera. And he came back with his quippy only, uh, 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 who did did he say? Only somebody. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, right. And he was tipped off, and it was the first debate. Let's Okay, let's get that straight. So he may not have been even involved in the first one. It was the first Republican debate. So Corey Lewandowski... I don't know when he got fired, but I, but uh, I don't even know if he was involved in the first one. Second of all, uh, that w- tip off was was handed off to Trump himself. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be that none of his de- debate tr- preppers or none of his staff knew that he was tipped off that Ke- that that Megyn Kelly was going to ask that question, mm-hmm. and he was obviously prepared with a little quip answer. Plus, there was a second question he was tipped off about whether or not all 17 of them would support whoever got nominated. And he he was the only one that raised his hand and said no. Yeah. Yeah. He was was tipped off on that question, too. Yeah. Wow. So there were two questions he was tipped off on, if you read the article. Everybody needs to read the article. And yes. everybody needs to be reminded that Donna Brazil was fired from CNN. Fired. Mm-hmm. Fired for from giving CNN. questions for a, from a town hall. For a town yeah. hall. Yet, yet, yet a Republican primary debate among the 17 candidates for president. by Fox. Became. So, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. What was hosted by Fox. Chris Wallace, Megyn and, Kelly. And mm-hmm. the. And the 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 deputy communications person, Bill Shine, yes. personally called Trump and gave him the questions in yes. advance. Yes. Go and it, the article I printed it out. It's thirty pages. Yeah. 
Read well, it. Print it out. Print it out. Or, well, just download it Send onto it. your computer. No, no. My, the point that I'm trying to make is that print it out and send it to people who try to tell you that you don't know what you're talking about. And just say, hi, can I have your address? I'm going to send this to you. Do you think those people read? <laughs> no. um, some of the people I know who, yeah. All right, well, let's get to the last bit here because uh, we're, we're running short on time. Uh, last uh, minute and 12 seconds Chris Cuomo and Corey Lewandowski talking about this New Yorker article. Their primetime lineup. Well, we, we've, seen it. we've seen it on the other side, though, Never. Chris. Look at the hatred and the vitriol at MSNBC every night. They have made their living and their network the I Hate Donald Trump Network. That's a fact. <sighs> their primetime anchors all hate Donald Trump. They don't have conservatives on. There's not one conservative on MSNBC who has a television show to give the other side. They've made that strategic decision. And who's the Democrat in prime time over there? <laughs> Thank They're you. Like right of Attila uh, the Hunt. Uh, Rachel Maddow. Ra- Rachel Maddow. Is a, you, you don't think she's a registered Democrat? Uh, Chris no, I'm Angel, talking about on Fox. Fox. You're an idiot. Where's, where's, the, where's the center Fox. perspective? Fox. Where's the regular the Republican question. perspective in their prime time lineup? Come on. Anyway, look, let's look, leave it there. I'm not going to hate on other talent. It, it, that's not my job. I'm that's just saying how they do it. we've never I seen agree, anything like this from po- an organizational don't perspective. Don't point out the inaccuracies. Look, it's networks choose to do it for ratings is what they do. MSNBC, CNN, they all do it. It's just Fox does on the conservative side to be a balance. Yeah, I disagree with the premise because that's not the job. You got to have both sides. That's why I have you here. I have the left here. I go at it. Maybe that's why I don't rate higher. I should pick a side like everybody else. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Okay, watch I'll this. give him a little Rex. The wrist and walk away. Break the wrist and walk away. Uh, nobody's saying Lewandowski Kwando, motherfucker. First of all, if you read the article, they, she points the the author points out that Fox News used to be used to be mm-hmm. a conservative counterbalance yes. to what they considered left left-leaning yeah. network news but that it has morphed into a nothing more than a propaganda channel that is the basic premise of the article exactly oh yeah read the article just take 20 minutes or 30 minutes if you read slower or 10 minutes if you're a fast reader read the article this article or- is fucking stunning Take two hours was, if you're a if you're one of those people who wants to fucking memorize it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's to me it's really really important because there's things in there, there's things in there about how you know. Well, for me, and I wrote about this. <clears throat> I'm sorry on Monday. That's all right. About how yeah, the the entire. <laughs> I, the entire that this administration was going after. To, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I know we got to get going, but hold on, hold on. Michael Cohen and the National Enquirer. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put the the link to my Four Freedoms blog in the chat. All the right. entire White House is being protected by an entire network. Yeah. Basically, uh, over at Fox News, you have uh, Juan Williams, who's kind of a bigoted asshole anyway, 
uh, they got fired from NPR for saying, I get scared when I see a Muslim on an airplane. Um, you know, uh, it, it, that's the shining example of a, of a liberal on a regular show on Fox News, on an opinion show. Now, uh, look at uh, Shep Smith. Shep Smith is honestly the only real unbiased journalist over on Fox News. Chris Wallace, Brett Baer, those two, they've, they've towed the asshole line a lot. But you can count on them every once in a while to get it right. But Shep Smith, he's the only one with clean hands over there and, and is a true journalist. I'd like to give Here's more credit to Chris Wallace, but I can't. All right. Uh, uh, Here's the uh, thing. Real quick, and Just then we got to re- do Mad Libs. This is really quick. The thing is, is that you know we've been we've been hearing and talking about you know American uh, the National Enquirer and their catch and release stories. In that Jane Mayer story from the New Yorker, Fox News had the Stormy Daniels story before he was elected, and Fox News killed it. Mm-hmm. Fox News killed that story. They did catch and release without any money. They had the story, and I don't know if it was Ailes or or Roger. They said, yeah, no, we're not going to publish it. We're not going to put this out there. So uh, please read. Everybody, take some time and read the story. Fox News is really bad. It's it's way worse than it used to be. Yeah. And now I'm done. All right. Uh, Joe, you cool to go to Mad Libs now? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do it. Here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. Um, all right, so, uh, Rain, I need the name of a male conservative. Oh, let's go with Sean Hannity. Always a favorite here on Turn He's a go-to. Um, and I almost wrote down Sean Harpy. (laughs) 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 Ha! Uh, Sean Harpy. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Joe, another male conservative. Alive or dead? Oh, it could be any, it, uh, preferably dead. Charles Krauthammer. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. He's Oof. dead? That's, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he died, oh, yeah, uh, he died last dead. year or the year before? Yeah, last day. Okay. Oh, I, I can't okay. play the clip. <laughs> no, it was no, it was last year. He uh, died last year. Rain, oh, I need a number, cool. please. Um, a number. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Okay, number, number, number. Net zero. Zero. Net zero. Net zero. Okay. It's kind of weird, but all right, we'll do it. It's conservative. Uh, Joe, 
a part of the body, and you know one word that's already been used from our chat room. Oh, I would, I wouldn't even go there. Um, clavicle. Oh wow, my neighbor had a broken clavicle. He's a cop. He wrecked his motorcycle. Yeah, he's a young man. He'll he'll rebound. Right, as long as his pushkis are okay, he'll be all right. <laughs> you don't want to bang up those punchkis and let the Bavarian no, cream. No, no, no. You don't want the Bavarian cream and poppy seeds to fill out, spill no, out. They, right? they leak. Yeah, they leak, and that's it. Yeah, because they're packed with filling. Um, they are. Rain. I need a, a part of the body. A part of the body. Mm-hmm. Can we go with? Um, oh my God. I know I can't use penis. Um, yeah, and you can't say it either. Don't say penis well, in this house! Oh my god. I'm gonna go with, um... Vagina. The vagine. Alright. Uh, Joe, another part of the body. Oh, we got a lot of body parts. Fingernail. No. Not, not not finger lake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Somebody I'm already used somebody anymore. already used that. Um <laughs> and uh Rain, a female conservative, please. A female conservative? Yeah. Megan McCain. Oh There you go. The ghost of Megan McCain. She's a sweetheart. Uh, she did. She did blast back at uh, the fucking idiots at CPAC talking about I'm the still ghost of John McCain. Anyway, here we go. Uh, these are two uh, from Mad Libs in Love. Everybody. Oh. First one is a fan letter. Dear Leonardo. A group of my flags and I were sitting around talking about movie pucks, and your name came up. My friend Jenny, who really drives me up a cat, dared me to ask you for an autographed penis. Don't say penis in this house! I suppose you get I, I suppose you get zillions of funky requests like this. But if I don't hear from you. I'll be l- the laughing rat of the school, and Jenny will thumb her. Oh my God, she'll thumb her vagina at me for sure. Whoa, Jenny, you freaky deaky! Mm. She's gonna thumb her vagina at you, at you, not with Jenny. you, but at you. They're not thumbing their vagina with you. They're thumbing their vagina at you. <laughs> 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 oh wow, Jenny! Oh my God, it's so gross. Yeah, well, it's not so gross. Um, if you do write, and hopefully you will, please, please write something personal on your megaphone. I promise you. Cross my fingernail and hope to fuck. I'll hang and hang it in my bedroom. That way, your scumbag will be the last thing I see before I go to sleep, and the first thing when I when I open my grunties in the morning. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! 
the, the first thing I see when I open my grunties in the morning. <laughs> you do not want to open your grunties and see something like that. <laughs> oh, God almighty. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry. Uh, the first thing I see when I open my grunties in the morning. My grunties. You're ever fishkies. You're ever pushkies. You're ever vagina. <laughs> you're ever faithful finger like Megan McCain. <laughs> oh, my God. oh God. The first thing I see when I open my grunties in the morning. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, I think we lost. Funny. I think we lost Kenny. Oh, that's good. Him. That's I think good. We lost Kenny, I want to know where no, the vagina I'm was here. because I'm I think here. this is a story arc. They're thumbing their vagina at you. <laughs> <laughs> Not with you, Which but at a... you. All right, this is the next Mad Lib from Mad Libs in Love: A Case of Puppy Love. A telephone monologue to be read by a wankle rotary engine in pajamas. Oh. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean Hannity. It's me, Charles Krauthammer. I hope oh I didn't. God. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I hope I didn't. Uh, well, it, it gets worse here. I, I hope I didn't wake oh. you from a cadaverous sleep. No. Oh, no. It's the other oh way around. God. Other way around. No. Sure, I know what screen it is. I have a digital trader right in my uh, right by my bed. It's net zero a.m. But when I sl sleep over at your house, this is always the time you paint up to go to the Putin. Wake up to go to the bathroom. Paint up to go to the Putin. Oh, I can't Putin. go. Okay. I can't go back to sleep. I haven't even been asleep. I haven't close my whopper even once i haven't closed my whoppers even once uh every time my clavicle hits the underwear <laughs> i start i start tossing and crawling uh nothing's the matter i just have corrupt news and i have to tell someone my mom changed her dragon and said i can have a puppy Provided I feed and trouser snake break it. Oh my oh. god. Don't oh. do Yeah, don't, you, you want a trouser snake break. You don't want a trouser no, snake no, break any wants animal. A trouser snake. Uh, uh, I want you to go with me to the shelter and pick out a WikiLeak. <laughs> I don't care what breed. It can be a cocker screwball or a tiny retriever. Or even a German phoenix. I'll see you first thing in the morning. Go back to sleep. Try counting curmudgeons. There we go. <laughs> the first thing I see when I open my grunties. <laughs> Thumbing the vagina. At you. Uh, yes. Uh, that would make more sense than thumbing the nose. What joy does somebody get from thumbing the nose? I don't know. I don't know. Well, unless you're picking well, it. Depends it depends on if you're thumbing the nose with the trouser snake. I. Well, see? See, there you go. That could be a thing. I bet you that's a thing. 
It is could my be. trouser snake? Can I thumb your nose? Well, that would be delicious hell? and delightful. Mm. I don't anyway, know all right, let's go ahead and, right. and wrap up the show. <laughs> that was funny. I'm <laughs> sorry. Every The first thing I see every time I open my grunties, <laughs> that's so funny to me. <laughs> that is so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me open my grunties real quick. Is <laughs> oh, something no? Come and on. that's the thing about Mad Libs is Mad Libs is you're reading sentences that nobody have, has ever read before, and that's fascinating to me. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, Rain, what do you got on the way out of the program tonight? I I got nothing. I really I. Come on, I open that, your grunty. Open your grunties that, and give huh? us something. Open your grunties and give us something. All right, I got a grunty. I got to <laughs> tell you that Bob has has the puxi puxies taxis. Punchki. Punchki. See, I'm German. I'm not Polish. So Bob had a punchki, and um. I, I, I got nothing. I really, I have nothing tonight, guys. This show was weird. And Moon awesome. Mare, Moon Mare, Grunty is a poop. <laughs> Grunty is taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, Poonchkis, yes, they're, they're great. So. Yeah, we got the, we got some Poonchkis in the house. He took Don't eat to too many Poonchkis or you'll have massive Grunties. Yeah. Oh, See? you'll be doing grunties if you have too many pushkis. Yeah. Oh my god. Although the poppy seeds ones will, will make them pass a little quicker, I think. Yeah, I think so. Unless you got polyps, That's don't eat. You don't want those. So. Yeah, it's a, it's like fiber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, Joe, uh, what do you got on the way out of the program, sir? Well, you know something you said earlier uh, about uh, Trump. Uh, everybody loving Trump because he was famous. I did say uh, that. Remember you said that. I did say yes. that. Well, going back to the New Yorker, I, I'm going to read one paragraph from that from that article that goes right to what you said and his relation, how this developed all the way back in the 70s with Rupert Murdoch. Mm. Trump became famous in no small part because of Rupert Murdoch. After Mur- Murdoch bought the New York Post in 1976, yes. he was yes. introduced to Trump th- through a mutual acquaintance, Roy Cone. Yes. The infamous legal fixer who, as a young man, was Senator Joseph McCarthy's chief counsel. Cone saw the potential for tabloid synergy. Trump could attain celebrity in the pages of the Post as a Playboy mogul, and Murdoch Mm -hmm. could sell papers by chronicling his Trump's exploits. That was the genesis of the Murdoch Trump partnership that is now Fox News. And what is also right. I, the I, fucking I dark shadow in New York. And it's the Sorry. dark shadow over over America now. Yeah. So fuck you, Rupert Murdoch. With the girlfriend. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully He's you'll uh, go hang out with Roger Trump Ailes daughter. real soon. Hopefully they'll all go hang out with Roger Ailes real soon. Hey, Trump, fuck you. Yeah. 
So um, he's waiting for you. He put out a picnic blanket up heaven's chimney for you. <laughs> Go visit him. Oh. <laughs> and by the way, uh, uh, condolences to the family of uh, Michael Prazik, um, whose pet lion ate him. Oh Jesus oh. Christ! <laughs> Can, can you just say, can I, can I, I do have one tiny parting shot. Mm. <clears throat> and this, this is not meant to be a joke. I'm, I'm really sad that Luke Perry passed away. Oh, I was going to say, I, oh, I, yeah. that's what I thought I, Joe was going to mention. So, mm-hmm. but no, Luke Perry, I was never a fan, but God damn it. That's way too young to die of a massive stroke. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's horrible. That is absolutely horrible. Because he was, he was uh, what? He was about your age, right, Rain? What? He was 50, 52. He was, yeah, he was 51. Thanks, 52. Ken. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, yeah. I, about my age, too. But I, I was saying <laughs> no, just closer yeah. to yours. The thing is, is that... Um, <clears throat> I'm so glad he was a lot younger than me. <laughs> he was. He was a lot younger than you. He was He was about my age. And, and the thing is, is that... Um, I I liked nine oh two one oh, I did, and I was older I nev- than all I those just characters. Never watched it. I I didn't think you did, Ken. And it's not a judge. It's not a judgy thing at all. It just when I watched the show, I liked it. It was like, oh yeah, that seems kind of hip. I remember. It's just sad that he's gone. And um, he was yeah. on Riverdale, the the Archie um, CW show. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch it either. I just knew. I, I just read that because I knew about the show. Um, but yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I'm really sorry to his family and all of his uh, coworkers and everything. That really sucks. Do you know what I heard? I actually I read this someplace. Sherrod Brown's father. Sherrod Brown. Yeah, Sherrod Brown's father delivered Luke Perry. Delivered Luke Perry. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing to me. So, anyway, so that, saw, I think that's my party shot. He Rest saw, in peace, Luke Perry. He saw him when he was a little grunty. Yeah. No, that's not a grunty. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it, you guys. He'll never get over that. <laughs> never. <laughs> the first thing I see when I open my grunties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Um, anyway, but Joe, what what happened? To the the guy got eat, eaten by his tiger, his pet tiger, or lion. His pet lion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that's yes. uh. I mean, I, I mean who would have ever seen that coming, Joe? I don't. I don't know. I, I, I can't. I, I can't understand how you could expect that you won't be eaten by your pet lion. At some point, and, oh, and it's not like well, dogs. Like you, you could say, "Well, I forgot to feed the dog, so I'll feed them now." Who you has to a pet the lion? lion? The well, same people that have Michael Prazik, okay, yeah. that's who lived just not in smart. the Czech Republic. It's not smart. Uh, mm. Yeah, well, it was a nine-year-old cat, and uh, it was a lion. It wasn't a cat. Well, it was a big cat. Oh, yeah. It's like saying hi. Hungry. I now have a it's, pet wolf. Now it's, he was now it's hungry. It had a ni- had a nice meal. Oh, it ended no. up much like uh, much much like uh, um, 
Bolt, Mr. Bolton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Now with our famous hot gravy. Yep. Uh, yeah. Pork sausage. Oh, since since you mentioned Talk Game of Theon Thrones, Greyjoy. winter's coming again, right? Yeah. Again. Oh, yeah. No, winter's, winter's coming not coming again. again. It's always been coming. <laughs> God damn it. Seriously. What the hell? Um... <laughs> All right, we're done. We're sorry. done with the show. That's it. Sorry, let's. let's All right, last show this. ever. We're never yeah, coming back. Anymore. That's it. Call we're it done. Chill. This is the final show of Turn Up the Night ever. That's it. Rain has mocked Game of Thrones so much that we're never ha- having a show again. Except we'll see you this Friday on Turn Up the Night. Night, everybody. <laughs> That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. You don't fight with honor. No. He did.